best of Hallberg's morning sickness on 98 KUPD. Do not listen to this while driving or when full alertness is needed. The best of Hallberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. Uh, but evidently I missed, and I normally watch this show, the Pat Sajak drama. Now, again, people are mad at Pat Sajak, and it sounds like for all the wrong reasons. Listen to this. This is on social media. Uh, evidently, Pat made somebody mad. Says uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter and stuff. Did anyone else notice Pat Sajak just made fun of a contestant's lisp on Wheel of Fortune? Thanks a lot, Pat, for making fun of people with speech impediments. You arrogant, overpaid dick! Quit now. Maybe if you grew up with a speech impediment, you'd understand. So uh, you have it, Brett? Yeah, yeah. This is all Pat did last. It didn't sound that bad. It's not that bad. That's a, a tough thing too, because uh, technology yeah. and sometimes people are not open to new. You'd be ideas. surprised how, how open they are. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. So that's just a myth. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I see. Uh, <laughs> Surprised that's viewers it. took to Twitter. So uh, that, I, I was. I had to listen to it again. And what I'm were like, they talking where, about though? I don't even know. His, but were they he had talking a list. about the right? Yeah, the so guy. they were talking about the impediment. Yeah. So basically, they said that Pat was uh, was mocking him because he said. I see. Right. Because they're talking about speech issues. Yeah. I see. It's a myth. I see. And so everybody's, ah, ha, ha. Now everybody's canceling Pat Sajak. We've gotten to that point now. Up. It's just a, yeah. Quit being so uptight. Yeah. Okay, it was a joke that missed. Big deal. Oh, well. But Pat Sajak, you overpaid jerk. He's been at this job for 40 years. And you're going to, like, it all boils down to him making one joke you didn't like, and now he's now there's pressure to fire Pat Sajak from the Wheel of Fortune. If that makes your day bad, you're looking for stuff to be upset about. If you can't get through a Wheel of Fortune without being politically, uh, it, it, like, political incorrectness doesn't attack you. or It's, if there's a, it's the guy that he's crazy. talking to who he needs to say. Yeah, sorry I about mean, that if I, yeah, if I offended you. He, he laughed yeah. at it. And yeah. But bottom line is, yeah. if you're upset... At any moments of this very vanilla and very safe wheel of fortune, you shouldn't. You're such a tender little flower. You should never have your television on. Because good God, man, he can make fun of speech impediments. By the way, you're allowed to. He didn't do anything bad. He just made a little joke about the game. Hey, huh. I see. It's hilarious in a way that it was like it wasn't like it was a gay guy or anything. He was making like a wrist thing at him. And that's and it, even if you caught it. Right. I mean, Brady didn't catch it at first. I had to listen to it twice. Right. Well, I was uh, wondering what they were talking about. I caught the, uh, the the part of it, and it was so quick. Yeah. And I think that there was a lot of the beginning that you didn't hear. Well, bottom right, line. kind of been laughing. Well, beyond that, it doesn't matter. Right. Because the, the, the basis of it is, if you're watching Wheel of Fortune and you get offended, and if Pat Sajak is in our crosshairs to cancel, Nobody stands a chance. Now, what if he would have gone, uh, it wasn't the lisp, but it was uh, stuttering. And he goes, I get, get it. <laughs> well, I what if he would have done that? <laughs> if, they're, if you're talking about stuttering. Right. They were both talking about okay, stuttering. But it, it doesn't even matter. It for me, if I've, you're talking about it and Pat's way out is to go, okay, I, 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 I see. And then you move on. And, and the guy's like, I get it. We were talking about stuttering. Once you go, no. Because if you're talking about it, it's an open topic. Yeah. Now, if Pat goes, uh, hi, we have uh, Dave from Carlsbad here. And Dave goes, Pat. And he goes, do, 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 do what? Then then he's being an asshole. Now you're not talking about stuttering. But if the guy's like, I work with children with speech impediments. And stuttering needs to be more mainstream. And Pat goes, oh, I agree. And they're like, ah, that's great. You guys were talking about stuttering. And Pat got involved. 
But if somebody just started to stutter and Pat and goes, do, 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 at him, then yeah. And but then you can't Vanna be mad at that. Her, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. She flips it and flips it back. Do, 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 do. I'll take a p p p p p p p Well, there's three on the board, but there's 60 when you say it. There's no extra points for your stutter. Yeah. I'll take a. Oh, you got to buy the idiot next. I wonder what would happen because you remember years ago, Vanna White was actually in was a penthouse or was a Playboy. Yeah. I wonder what would happen nowadays if that happened. Oh God, she's like seventy. No, no, no. No, I mean the old pictures coming out now. Her ARP numbers would go through the roof. Yeah, no kidding. If those pictures came out of her today. The cancel Vanna for sure. If she has the gall to show that rusted shut cable box, I don't want to see that thing. You're talking about Dolly Parton doing it. That's different. <laughs> We've seen Vanna in her prime. We never got to see Dolly. She never showed him. I like to fall the puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Buffer and fuck attach. Yeah, so they want to can't. But if again, if we're canceling Pat Sajak, if we're in the day and age where Pat Sajak is too harsh for TV, too much for people to take, not a soul stands a chance because that is the most palatable human being in all of America for years and years. The the least offensive person you could ever imagine as the host of Wheel of Fortune. So if he made a, a misstep, speaking of speech impediments, and he gives the lisp, come on. Yeah, and th- these were pictures. Vanna White, uh, Brett's pulled them up on our yeah. TV. The pictures of her were from uh, before Wheel of Fortune. Right. But well, that's I mean, what I'm yeah. saying. If it would come out now, you know, like the pictures mm. of her back then, I mean, would there be a big thing about it? No, I don't. You know what? Nudity's Playboy different. Would get I wonder. Sued. Oh, I wonder if uh, Wheel of Fortune would have an issue, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. It's not really new. Ass of Vanna is not bad. I remember because uh, my friend had a huge crush on Vanna White back in when that show was going yeah. in the eighties, and those things came out, and he brought it to school. Oh, the really? Had his backpack. And we and... just all sat at recess and looked at that. And even then, I kind of remember, yeah, kind of wanted more. Because we were in the day and age of music videos. So these were 1970s pictures. Yeah. And the music videos were much tighter. A little day. Yeah, a little, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah snake videos. Not even that far. We were, oh. in, we were into, like, you know, like a virgin and things oh, like yeah. that. We were like, okay, I know what's pretty and hot. And the new girls in Playboy, which I've kind of seen every once in a while. This looks like old photos. They uh, they look kind of, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they look dated. So Vanna's pictures, but then looking at him again as an older gentleman, not so bad. I still don't want to see Vanna naked now. You know you start feeling old when you're looking through Playboy and you actually look at the profile and they're younger than you. Oh. Or they, they, they were born the year you graduated. You're like, son of a bitch. That's my, uh, my, my friend's dad said that. He goes, the day you realize you're old is when the playmate uh, was born. At a time you remember, it's true. Yeah, yeah and he's like, and he's, that's when you know because we were like, it was nineteen ninety seven, and we're pulling Playboys out, and the girls were born in like eighty. They're all like twenty one, twenty three. And he goes, you, and he said something. He's like, you remember that? I'm like, oh my god, this girl's eighteen years old. I, do, I remember like Reagan was elected that year, and that was the the, the you know the Iranian hostages. And I'm like, oh, this is part of my life now. And now you look, I don't even know when a playmate would be born. Now she'd be at 2000, 1999. Ninety. 90, that's yeah, 30. 99. That's, that's, that's the worst playboy ever. <laughs> that's a 30-year-old chicken here. Why are we looking at this? Did I lose a bet? Yeah, but the, uh, yeah, they were very young. But yeah, the playboy. So yeah, I don't understand that, though. You can't cancel Pat Sajak. That's, 
You can't do it. We tried to get Ellen earlier for being mean to her staff. Now Pat Sajak makes one little lisp joke. Fire that overpaid, arrogant dick. <laughs> you can't feel that way about Pat Sajak. You can't. You're upset about everything if that if Pat Sajak's pay. And by the way, Pat Sajak's earned that money. He's like 35 years in on Wheel of Fortune. You may not think it's a hard job, but you try to make Wheel of Fortune kind of flow for a long period of time. Plus, you're dealing with three people who want to play Wheel of Fortune all the time. You're bored off your ass, and you still smile and nod. You deserve the money. Plus, it's the biggest show on TV. You know, The Jeopardy? money that they're paying him, bottom line is... They get it. They're not doing it because they, they aren't making money on That it. show and Jeopardy run back-to-back in almost every major market. And if you were to put it up against any other show on TV, it's the number one. It's number one in syndication outside of Judge Judy. That's massive. Nine million a night watch Jeopardy. Nine million people. That's all the late night talk shows combined get to about eight. All of them combined: Kimmel, uh, Colbert, and, and one, that's one Wheel of Fortune. Huge money, and it's Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy. Nine million watch Jeopardy, and that's after Alex died, and it's had dips and stuff, but not bad. I mean, you look at the numbers that they pull. They, that's national numbers. The advertising rates are huge for that. It's gigantic. He makes a good living. Pat if you, does if you well. Realize, like, if you said, okay, you work for a company, and the company, what you're paid on, they make thirty times more than what you're paid. Yeah. So put that equation in with Pat. He's paid this month. Company's yeah. making thirty times more. Does that make it right? Plus they oh, sell no, them. He's, he's way, making way too and much money. And if he's money. smart, he's got a piece of everything Wheel of Fortune because the slot machines and all the trademark stuff that they use for that. Please, I don't want to hear it. Pat Sajak's earned that money. We were way too worried about being in other people's pockets. Pat Sajak's an overpaid, arrogant dick. Okay, he's had a job for 40 years that you would have done also if you had any talent for 40 years if you could keep a job. You can't be mad at Pat Sajak for being rich off a Wheel of Fortune. We'd have all done it. Now, if someone puts together a montage of through the years, all the people with lisps that yeah. he's made fun of. Superstar. Now you got something. Don't say that because I'm sure there's some <laughs> dick doing yeah, that right now in his basement. Absolutely his basement. would be. Yep. Superstar. Hi, Superstar. Hey, hey Pat, it's, it's been a rough life for me. I've got a speech impediment. I notice. And then the next question is, uh, are you married? Like, what are you, some sort of homo? <laughs> That's what people are going to take this. You can't. If you're look honestly, if you're mad at Pat Sajak about anything in your life, to where you actually take to a keyboard and start telling people about it, and he didn't kill anyone or say something like uh, "I effed your mom" during Wheel of Fortune, all you had to do was turn the channel. That's it's it. True. All you had to do was turn the channel. Well, I just won't watch Wheel of Fortune anymore. There's absolutely no reason to have a campaign to go get Pat Sajak. Because, Bully uh, yeah, on the air. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear it. If if our if our nation is so flower petal soft that you can't. Make a joke that just falls flat with people and then move on. If Wheel of Fortune is, is too hot for TV now because it's just so controversial, we don't stand a chance. There's no chance. I don't, then, God forbid, you end up at the Circle K when people fight at the gas pumps. Because that happened the other day when I was there. Two dudes. I don't know what they were fighting over. A lisp. But uh, maybe. Maybe one guy made fun of the other guy's lisp. But uh, I heard uh, something about a, a man's mother's. Uh, well, it was her vagina, but they used a very, very gross term for it. And I said something about it. I, I blopped your mom's blop, and I blop, and that's why I smell like blop. It was Takashi69 and somebody else. They were going back and forth. And I'm like, wow. So if that happens, 
and this person who's mad at Pat Sajak and can't hear those words. I can't imagine the letter they write to the, is that a Circle K or an AMPM, wherever it's up on the street here? Yeah. Quick stop. You can't be in society if Pat Sajak's ever offended you to, to the point where you're boiling. Can't. And I can only did imagine. The guy, I wonder what the guy, uh, did he solve any puzzles, win any money? Didn't watch it, no. The, I'm only thinking of the person at home, like Brett said, sitting in their parents' basement, uh, lamenting that their life didn't work yeah. out, going, did Pat just make fun of someone with a speech impediment? This is egregious. And he just had to penalize it. The only person sounds like an idiot. So, Freddie, you got a speech impediment your yeah. whole life. Yeah. Do you care that no. you sound like an idiot? No, no I'm of course like, he doesn't, right? Like if I uh, exactly, right. and if I, I mean, went on Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> take it to the base. <laughs> if you went on Wheel of Fortune and Pat goes, "Hey, what's up?" Right. You'd be like, hey, "You're a dick, Pat." Just say it back. I tell. I'd look at Vanna. Yeah. Flip those letters. That's right. That's right. Just that's what you'd say, <laughs> and you'd be off the show fairly quickly. Be to there. the base. That's right, <laughs> Vanna. Yeah, you had a speech thing your whole life. Yeah. And it's not like a like if someone teases it you about it. It never was fully corrected. Huh? It never was fully corrected. I, mean, you know, I did no, all I sorts of Yeah, really. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand what you're saying. Now, if I went on and um, I was a contestant on Wheel of Fortune and Pat goes, I'd like to introduce uh, Brady. Both. Brady, where are you from? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, if you said, hi, Pat, I'm yeah. from Phoenix. My, I got my daughter, Kirby, and my wife, Ronnie, and Kirby's got some big-ass feet. And then Pat goes, you talk like a girl. <laughs> You'd be like, you're an asshole. <laughs> I'm a boy. I'm an asshole. He's not making fun of the dude. He's not being mean. He just made a little joke. <laughs> And even still, if he did it, you'd probably go, wow, Sajak just crushed me. Pat, I'd like to solve the puzzle. Yeah. I'm an ass clown. Yeah. It's not like Pat's <laughs> going through the thing, you know. The only thing he said that was offensive the other day was, this. I told you, the same letter clue. And they, when you pick the letter, it's the, first, it's the first letter in all the words on the clue, and usually there's four of them. And the and, and, uh, lady goes, N. And he goes, uh, do we have any N-words? Four N-words. And I just started laughing hysterically because I'm like, you, he said, you found it. There are four N-words. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. I'm dancing around the room. That's hilarious. I was going to rewind it. And play, you know, that's offensive. But, if, I mean, look, you can't be offended by Pat Sajak. That's like watching a children's show and going, Big Bird just said something that upset me. Mr. Vesley would like to solve the problem. Oh, he lost his turn. Yeah. Next. Now, again, I, I, it makes me want my two th- the two things I've wanted for a long time. Uh, black clues, white contestants, where you know, famous person to middle-aged fifty-year-old white women, and the famous person is Takashi Six Nine, and you can pick numbers if you want. That's that it adds to it, and try and they would go all the way to the end to try to get Trey's songs. <laughs> like take forever. Swiss Beats would be the worst. Nobody picks a Z, and there's three of them. They make a fortune. You hit five thousand and pick the Z. It's the only time you get fifteen grand. That's what I want, and now I want. Uh, you know, like a Morton Downey Jr. type host of Wheel of oh, Fortune man. going, all right, uh, Brett, uh, get your greasy uh, olive oil hands all over that wheel and spin that sucker. <laughs> and it spins more for you because it's all oiled up. And I'd like to solve, Pat. All right, the Dago thinks he knows it. <laughs> I would watch that for days. Oh, yeah. Mini Guinea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want stereotype uh, Wheel of Fortune. Today it's Italian Day because they always have themes. We're going to the mountains, so you just have hill- misspelled words, idiot day. I'm fine with all that. I have no problem with that. But if Pat Sajak offends you, you are the problem with our planet. 
You can't. You turn it. Turn it off. No, it needs. He needs to be fired. Why? He's worked for thirty-five years and made one joke you didn't like. Besides, you're like me. Seven o'clock rolls around, you realize, Jesus, today's another wasted day. I'm watching Wheel of Fortune for the eight hundredth day in a row. The rest of Homer's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. How about that? We were just talking about that off the air. Lady Gaga's dog walker got shot while we were in on the, the air. Gut. Right, yeah, while we were on the air. Did it, was it a gut shot? Gut shot. You've been shot in the gut. But he's re- recovering well. <laughs> okay. I always thought a stomach shot was, you know, but it, you know, well, it depends. Stomach, yeah. You know, Bill the Butcher. He told you to stab him here. Yeah, that's you true. You stab him here. Yeah. Stab him here. They bleed all day. This is a kill. Yeah, it's good. Though. So it's a good thing that yeah. the dog walker's going to be all right. But three of the dogs that he was, he walked three dogs, right? Yeah. Two of them are gone and one ran off. Ran back to him and then after they, he yeah. got shot. And then the cop is, the picture I saw of the cop holding, there's paparazzi all over too, by the way, which I didn't understand. How did they not get shots of this? They were taking pictures of the dog, uh, but they got the one back to- uh, Miss Asia. Yeah, that's right. Stopped. And Miss, Gustav and Koji were taken. Yeah. Oh, Miss no. Asia, by the way, has a better Instagram following than Brady. <laughs> Miss, I'm not kidding. That's easy. Miss now. Asia has well, oh yeah, sure, but still, I think I'm going to go ahead and say even more than oh, when yeah, you were yeah, hot. Yeah, back when you were doing turtle videos. I mean, even better than that. He's, yeah. Don't you kind of wish this guy would have shot Brady in the middle of that turtle video and put a stop to that thing as well? Uh, yeah. So, and then Brett, you made a great point. Like, man, we went from tiger, 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 everything tiger to <gasps> Lady Gaga's dogs got swiped. Oh, it's the first like six stories on TMZ. I mean, it's just yeah. every little every little tidbit. You know? Tiger not getting any better or any no. worse. Yeah, screw yeah. that. We know what happened there. We're done with him. Yeah, we got to find something new. And it was Lady Gaga's thing. But I mean, shooting the and she's in Italy. Yeah, fil- filming uh, Ridley Scott. She got a movie. Yeah, no, I didn't see that part. Yeah, but I mean, that's a that's a gig right there. That's some nobody ever told you that in high school guidance counseling. You should be some celebrity's dog walker. That's pretty awesome. That's a gig I would take. You're gonna get. You're gonna hang out with. Look, you might have a cruddy apartment, kind of like in, uh, you know, uh, uh, the thing in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, Brad Pitt's character. Great. Got the benefits of all of uh, Rick Dalton's occasional stuff. stunt work. But then he had to go back to that dump trailer and just feed his dog mush. But look, and, he, he and drove a couple the car. Of sets, just don't bring him on the set. <laughs> right. They didn't want him anymore. It was just a problem. But he got to hang out with Dalton, and he got to the Hollywood Hills house. He got uh, to hang out at the restaurants. Dalton covered the bill. That ain't a bad life. Yeah. One so, or two weekends, you got to stay at your yeah, own you place. You got to go shack up at that dump. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like kind of a something that, you know, instead of your kid, maybe if you got an ugly kid, and most of you do, I hate to break it to you. I know your filters tell you otherwise. Uh, you talk, start talking to him about, you know, you want notoriety because every kid thinks that they should be famous. That's a good route in. Dog walker? Dog, well, just, you know, kind of assistant slug. Celebrity a, bitch, basically. Celebrity bitch, yeah, exactly. You're somebody's celebrity bitch. Or you have to lay low on, on that, though, sometimes. especially on Being the, a celebrity on, bitch? Yeah, on the public side of Probably. it. Probably. Because there's like, you're not posting anything. Right. We don't, yeah. we don't want Higher to Higher up, more bitch, attention. then. How about like yeah. if you just walked trips, dogs? Not a bad idea. Oh, yeah. hey, sir, do you need anything? You know, it's, it's brown nosing. Those and it's, people that get that business, all of a sudden the word gets out. Yeah. Referral. They start referring. I've got oh, a great dog. Crazy. Oh, Trip and I talk about that. My dog sitter is unreal. Oh, we've got a good one, too, if you ever need one, because he's got his in California and mine's here. But he's got, we talk about, uh, uh, God, it's hard to say, but like our people who are our bitches in life. <laughs> and I'm low level. 
Do you have a good one of these? Oh, got to have one of those. <laughs> got to have that. Yeah, we all have that person. But And again, it makes you feel. But you got a dog walker? Like, if I had a dog walker, that would be pretty great. But it's bootlicking. It's brown nosing to a degree that most men don't like. But I got to hand it to this guy. And also, you know, you can call him a bootlick brown noser all you want. The dude's like 50 cent now. He's got street cred. He just took a bullet for three Bichon freezes, probably. I don't even know what kind of dogs those are. French bulldogs. Oh, is that what they were? Okay. Well, still. So so Lady Gaga is the fourth prettiest thing which, in the house? Which, after this article, is the, uh, you know, it's like the Honda Civic of stolen dogs. Is that Most right? Most popular. Stolen. Well, you know bed. they go for like 10 grand on Big normal. Money. Big like, money. Like Lady Gaga dogs were probably like, but I, I remember looking... I think it was Cos was here looking for French Bulldogs. I ended up getting a Boston Terrier or something. Yeah, because it was like twelve thousand bucks for a. And, and I'm always, I'm always the jack. I'm, all, I'm like that's when I turn into that hippie, annoying veg, vegetarian type. When somebody's looking for a dog and they want to purebred this, and I'm like, you know, you should really rescue an animal because the breeding problem is. And I give my spiel about all that crap. And people look at me like, all right, I still want a Weimaraner full bred. I'm going to get it. Yeah, but you know. There's plenty of dogs that don't have AKC registration that need a home. And everybody just looks at me like, who invited this wet blanket? But I don't like that stuff. But twelve Designer 50, dogs. Yeah, ten to $15,000 for a French Bulldog. So, yeah, those are the, they are some bougie-ass dogs. Let me see the papers. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever asks for your papers with a dog unless you do a show. They always throw but that it's out so there, impo- though, yeah. for sale. Oh, like if you're selling them. Includes papers. Have the papers. Yeah. In case the Nazis of dogs show up and I don't believe that you are a full French bulldog. Let me see your papers. But yeah, so that's you know, it's not a job I uh, I would frown on if I was a young person that didn't There's wanna, some good gigs start kissing like ass. That. Yeah. Dog walking, um, house sitting even. And you're right, it it bleeds up because let's say you walk my dogs. Yeah. Right, and you're great at it. I'm like, this is amazing. This person comes, they clean up the poop, they walk my dog every day, they come back, and then let's say we get, uh, I don't know, Joe Coy here, and Joe Coy says, I brought my dogs, but I'm, I'm not gonna I, look. I've got a got dog walker. Hang on, I, I've got somebody, and then I introduce you to Coy, and he, you walk his dogs for a little bit, and then Joe Coy says something, uh, and Brian Callen, then your guy's gone, and they, yeah, because Coy takes yeah, him. Coy takes him, you and son of a. Next thing you know. Your dog walker gets shot just walking John Travolta's pets around. Like George Jefferson, moving on up. <laughs> moving <man>. on up. <laughs> and all it is is and there's zero skill to it. Yeah. Leash up a pet, uh, brown nose properly without uh, giving away your pride, and you got yourself a hell of a job. Because I would, as much as I don't like Lady Gaga, if she's like, I want you to be my dog walker and hang out in my house while I'm out of town. <laughs> okay. Those are moments for love me. Love dogs. Like, yeah, I love dogs. I'm in Gaga's house. a pretty house nice spread. Yeah. I'll answer the phone every once in a while. Bradley Cooper's on their line. La, 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 la. <laughs> Turner, sha, la, sha, la. Hey, Bradley, she's not here. Sha, la, la, la. Is that all you two do? Sing that horrible song? Do her parts. No, Brad. In the sha, la, 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 la. It's a terrible song. It's the laziest song ever written that people liked. I don't know what happened there, but you I sit in the front song. entrance for 20 minutes. She'll be down in a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't let you in. I told Gaga I wouldn't. I wouldn't let you in. Bradley Cooper. Uh, I can't prove it. You have to prove it. <laughs> uh, I believe you, but you can't come up. She'll be back in a day. Just go get a room somewhere. But yeah, you know, it would be kind of a cool gig. So I, that, what I got out of all that TMZ story reporting is how do you get this job? If you're 18, Brady, you got a daughter. Yeah. Start getting her in with some high-end folk over there in Gilbert. 
That laser, he knows a lot of people. Yeah, but she won't even pick up dog poop. She's not going to walk dogs. That's, and plus, she might crush the dogs. She, <laughs> one, one misstep. Those giant, those giant feet. Yeah, you got to start in on that. Like maybe she didn't watch. Well, you know, her dream would be to walk PewDiePie's dogs or something. That's yeah, one some of the, I mean, streamer. You wouldn't even know it, but the dude's making seventy million a year. Next thing you know, my daughter is PewDiePie's personal. I'm assistant. over it. It won't even. Be, we know him. It'll be Tubbo. Oh, she likes oh, the Tubbo. Right, yeah, imagine though. I mean, you wouldn't know, but you would brag about it as a parent. Yeah, she's Tubbo's personal assistant. I mean, that's. <laughs> She's she's going like what is what is her goal in life to continue to be Tubbo's personal assistant until he can't afford her anymore? You saw once upon a time in Hollywood, once the money dries up, you got to get rid of your best friend. We realize after a while you've been paying for. It's Mr. Burns and Smithers. Oh, I read that story and I just thought to myself, that's living. That's it. That is the Rick Dalton lifestyle. Able to stay in New York. Because look at Brad Pitt's character in that movie. He's actually really, really cool. But you did, you scratch that surface just a little bit, and all he is is a loser driving another loser around, but just living the benefits, fixing stuff around his house. He's up on the roof, patching things when Rick's not home. And then Rick gets that new wife in Italy and comes back and goes, we can't really hang out anymore, Cliff. This is no good. And he's like, I get it. i got to stay in the trailer now. And the trailer was a dump. It was, it was urban cowboy bad, that trailer. That was just miserable. But, yeah, so I don't know Thank what's going to happen. Thank God the Manson clan came around. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> kidding. It reunited the friendship. It did. But do you, because uh, uh, they, they didn't get the dogs back. Just the no, one. Just the one. The other two are gone. $500,000 reward. And no questions wow. asked. There's questions asked. Well, that's what they say. Oh, there's got to be because. Half a million dollars, there are questions asked. Because she don't care about the dog walker. She just wants her damn dog. Yeah, the dog walker yeah, like, is going to live. Yeah. Where's my? Where's the love of my life? That's me. Yeah, You're I, walking my dogs I, and you get yeah. shot doing it. I'm like, are my dogs okay? I can't breathe. I'm shot. Are my dogs okay? Yeah, we got to get Kirby in on this. I don't have kids. We got to get Toledo's kids, too. They're deadbeats. They're not going to end it. They're not. Look, Alex would be a better personal assistant than he would anything else. He's, he's already quit on baseball, and he's left-handed, which means Toledo gave up on him a couple of years ago when the kid said, I don't want to play baseball anymore. As a father, Uh-oh. that's got that's got. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Isn't that Because yeah. I just found a new avenue for your boy to be successful, and you can have great. Uh, Take a couple uh, shots to the chest? No, you don't have to get shot every Uh-oh. time. I mean, it's the first dog walker that ever got shot that we've heard about. It's either that or he becomes Selena's number one fan, and that's how he gets notoriety. So, he's not playing baseball, which I know as as a as his fourth in line godfather, that crushed me to where I'm like I I won't take him, I, even if all four of the people that need to drop before I'm I'm just gonna pass him on to an orphanage. There's no possible way. <laughs> he's not playing ball. He's a lefty. That's to a to a man who loves baseball. To a guy who get and just watch your son say I don't like this anymore, and he leads with his left. Oh, yeah. You get him out there and you. Does he want to be a gamer? You know what does he, the boy? He wouldn't mind be? being a gamer. Is that does he have like? Do you have any idea like this is where he's going? Because now personal assistant, there's an opening. Gaga needs somebody. He wants to be like a film guy. He wants to film like uh, oh. uh, porn. Uh, well, probably that's where he'll end up. <laughs> wants to film like skateboarders. the internship. Let's just skip it. <laughs> he can walk my dogs and introduce me to his new friends. 
Skateboard? He wants to be like the... Yeah, he's big into the skateboard videos now, so for Christmas he got a whole... I gave him a whole video camera oh, setup cool. and, and all that, so he's been working so on that. So he's the Warren he's Miller of, of skateboard. Yeah, he, he would like to be. Dogtown. Only yeah. issue is he's not putting forth a lot of effort into Zero that. Ambition. He's hanging out with friends, but he films everything when he hangs out with his friends. Oh, no. Which got him into trouble. It did? Because he filmed one of his buddies vaping. Oh, idiot. He's filming him committing crime. At my house. In your house? Were you there? You weren't there. No, I was there. And you didn't know they were vaping? No, I had to go back and look at the tape. (laughs) He was slinging gravel in the backyard. The film don't lie, son. (laughs) Wow. So this is like you ought to start encouraging him to be a bootlick. Because then you as a father can be proud and say, oh, my son is the personal assistant to uh, Harry Styles. Right. That's a good thing. That's a good one. It used to be considered low-level... Ass kissing, but so what? So the devil wears Prada. Big deal. Not to prejudge, but does he have to be gay? To Who, do your a lot son? Of those jobs? Or Harry Styles? Harry Styles is banging. Uh, no, 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 I know. Not, but not to be Harry the Styles. assistant. To be the assistant. Uh, I think it's probably preferred yeah. by the Hollywood set yeah. that their assistant is a flaming homosexual. Right. He's got the hair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's one step. I know. I know. He could fool some people. <laughs> I know. He could pretend he's gay to get the job. And then just be on the down low with ladies. Is Ryan Fisher Gaga's assistant? I don't know. Yeah, it's Tootsie. Yeah, he's we'll Tootsie him up a little bit. It's it's the modern day Tootsie. He'll go full homo at his job, but at, at home he's got to act like I like ladies, and I know how wrong that is in this day and age. Being heterosexual is the worst thing you could be. So he'll get in the closet about liking women. Yeah, it's a great movie. It is a good movie. Really Hopefully good. He's got to grow it. that gay hair. It's fantastic. <laughs> What are you laughing at? Bro- Broomhead. Uh-oh. What's said, he doing up? Didn't Holmberg start as Sharp's bitch? That's how Jim oh, tells it's true. It. That's actually true. Uh, Broomhead, who is uh, going to be employed there at KTR for another six or seven months before he moves on again. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I did. I started as Jim Sharp's bitch. I was, uh, uh, and, then I, and then he quit his job, and I took it. <laughs> it was a complete accident. But yeah, I wasn't walking his dogs. But I was kind of his intern and hung around him a lot. You, sometimes you got to get in whatever the job that you want to do. <laughs> Broomhead. <laughs> it took me three years to finally get in. I was ready. To, I said, I'll do anything. Oh, that's me. Get me. me in the get me in the building. I was kind of everybody's bitch. That's what I work 14, 15 hour days. And I'm like, what do you need me to do? And they're like, go clean this up. And you got it. I was a bitch. Hey, you, uh, yeah. Jesus, seventeen years of it. Yeah. Never, ne- you never saw anybody to be a bitch. You were just Tell the overnight me. guy. Tell me, yeah. Even before that, I started out interning and doing all the yeah. bitch work too. You got to be the bitch every once in a while. And then that's how it grows. But then to to grow into ultra bitch status and be a dog. I mean, somebody roommate would take somebody walking his dogs. Oh, well, we'd all have that. I'd love that. I don't trust anybody with my dogs. I got control problems. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want you to walk my dogs without me right there. Broomhead went from a rodeo clown to a uh, to radio. That's is a rodeo clown. No, he was in rodeos. He was, <laughs> was like, wow. he was a bull rider. No, no, he walked the clown's dog. Oh, okay. Boy, he's really moved on up. All right, that's enough. I've had it with all of you. Quit it. I'm here with Trajan Life. All right, that's all right. Good for you. I got investments. Sorry, Broomhead. Uh, is that his thing? Carol, Carol Royce has the buyers. I just don't know oh, he's yeah, got he's a whole got bunch of those. <laughs> Carol Royce bought eight of my houses. She walks my dog. By the way, Toledo <laughs> bulletproof vest price range eighty to five hundred bucks, depending on the boy's size. There you go. We bulletproof them up. 
We, we twink him out a little bit. He's walking Lady Gaga's dogs. There's an opening. It isn't a bad gig. It used to be frowned upon. I don't think it is anymore, I think. Now you're going to see that, the Hollywood dog walkers. Yeah. yeah. There'll be a whole Instagram. There'll be pages of them. Oh, yeah. They're going to be an armor Another one. now. Hey, Holmberg, has anybody uh, asked Kato Kalin's opinion? He, the ultimate bitch early on. Remember America? For a few years. When Kato Kalin came out, like, what does that guy do? He yeah. just hangs around rich people's houses. Baxter. Living in the guest house. Baxter. Caliendo Baxter. And... To prove our point, Frank almost gave Baxter away. I can't remember who it was. For oh, that's at one right. point, he was going to give him to somebody bigger because he needed a. And he's like, I don't think I need Baxter anymore. He's going to give Baxter his bitch to another person. It's like slave trading it over here. It kind of is. Well, because Frank was like, well, I don't need him anymore. He's here. My kids are older. and But he still needs him as like a house manager type. And uh, he was going to give him away. And I can't remember who the other celebrity was, but it was like just a step above Frank. About an even trade. It was a lateral move, but. I'd have done it. There's nothing wrong with that. You pay some bills. You arrange stuff for the house. If like you know, I played golf with uh, Ray Allen's personal assistant. No kidding. Yeah, that's a gig right there. I don't know if the money's good. But the the perks are incredible. So this was probably ten years ago, and he, his base was one fifty. That's great. And then. Everything you know, your no, all the perks. How do you earn bonus? All oh, oh, gotcha. Well, that's gotcha. my my uh, friend's wife was a nanny, like a nanny's a good gig for a high end family. I don't know, the, like they had a name that you'd know, but they were rich. And uh, my friend was, was well, Andy she used to get to nanny. go. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, she used to go on vacations. Uh, yep, like they take her to Hawaii and stuff to because they, they wanted nothing to do with dealing with those kids. Travel all they can't around. Blame them. I don't either. <laughs> like I can afford somebody to raise them too. My ex wife's uh, parents. Her dad was like 60 and had a, a young lady friend that uh, he married, and she wanted a baby. So he was 56, and he pumped the baby into her, and he said out loud when she said, the day she announced to us that she was pregnant, like, hey, good for you. And he goes, and here's the story. I'm not changing a diaper. I'm not getting up in the middle of the night. I've done that. My kids are in their 30s. I'm not doing it again. So we were at the house after the baby showed up, and at 10 o'clock, there's a knock on the door, and this girl's there, and she's gonna hang out all night long with the baby she comes with her pillow and she goes into the guest room where the baby sleeps and they had a bed in there and she just slumber party she stayed there if the baby got up she got up those people never ever ever took care of their kid in the middle of the night like if it had a fever she'd handle that it was all of it and and for a couple years she just stayed there in the middle of the night and i'm like what is this he goes called a night nanny and like there's a girl that comes in the day and another one that sleeps here and he goes yep he goes i told you i'm not doing this and i'm like I gotta tip my cap to whatever the hell kind of parenting style this is because <laughs> you've earned it. And he had a lot of money, so he's like, "You've earned this." Celebrities yeah. say, "Be careful on you know the nanny part." Oh yeah, because Ben Affleck will nail her. <laughs> <laughs> no question about that. Can't ever just hang around all night long and knocking on doors and stuff. But yeah, he's obscure. He, he's a been a pro golfer for a long time. Wore the flip up cap. Yeah, Jasper Parnovic. Oh yeah, his nanny was oh, that's Elon right. Nordigan. Yeah, rumors what? abound about Tiger. A couple wife. of years. Yeah. Oh, so that's that how, how they Tiger met. met? Yeah. Yep. Oh. They passed her off. Jasper. Well, it's in that it HBO the, thing uh, too. Is that uh, uh, passed her off in '99 to another guy, and then he had to introduce her to Tiger. They had met. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And basically, she got. But we. I remember seeing him like, wow. But how does that work? Elon comes from a family. The Holmbergs of Sweden, right. by the way, if you were, if you didn't know, Barbara Holmberg is Eden's, Eden's mother. 
So technically, that would be like banging a relative for me. She goes some good footing. That's why I turned her down. Anywho, is that what we're going with? That's what we're going to run with. Right. That's the story we're running with. But yeah, so uh, Elon was. Just, yeah, there's some stories that circulate around the pro golf world about her. That basically, said she had to get out of one house, and then Tiger took her in, and then did what he did, put two babies in there. No, she was a nanny. You don't want, yeah, you don't want to do that. But, uh, so what are you going to do? Personal, it's an interesting thing. I wish they'd have told me about that. You could be a professional bootlick your entire life. And the Gaga Manhattan apartment, all you got to do is walk those three French bulldogs. I can do that. Yeah, what's the next step after after professional bootlick? I don't know. I mean, is there, you just go until they don't the want peak? you anymore. Yeah. Well, that's the Kardashians. The Kardashian show I'm fascinated with because of the hangers-on. There's that weird Jonathan guy who changed his name to, like, Mr. Food or whatever because all he did was hang around Kim and help her get her schedule organized. And the next thing you know, he's got, like, 180 million people following him because he's a foodie. But he doesn't have any skill at all. Now he looks like a claymation figure. He's done all this work on his face. He's creepy looking. But they always tell him how great he looks. I'm like, he is the creepiest looking person I've ever seen. Jonathan something. But he calls himself, like, Food Man. or Kevin. I don't Kevin, know. His face C-H-E-V. is... But all he was was a dude who hung around and did odd jobs for Kim Kardashian. And then that other girl uh, that's Chloe's assistant, she became, like, Instagram famous. The black girl. She's the prettiest one on the show. How many times have you seen that? You just happen to be there. The assistant, and all of a sudden someone goes down. Get in. Get You're in. You're in. Yeah, this is the way it has to go. Personal assistant for all your ugly, deadbeat kids that think they're going to be YouTube stars, just don't have the skills. What you got there is a kid that's going to be an OnlyFans page soon. You got one of them ugly kids that wants to be famous. Next thing you know, your sweet daughter with the... If I walk by the door and I hear the plinking of tokens from Alex's room... (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my God. That sounds like Super Mario Brothers in there. That's that's bullet time for me. Oh. Yeah, you might want to eat one there. Yeah. Ooh, Sam Bone sixty nine wants to see my mushroom. <laughs> Mo money, I'm gonna need that. Uh, gonna need that Glock. I'll let you borrow mine. Thanks. We'll do a murder suicide. I'll be alive in the end, but yeah, I'll kill yeah. the boy and then you can kill Just yourself. Finding it out. What's all this talk about mushroom? <laughs> Every time you even say, "What are we having for dinner?" Oh, we're having a cream of mushroom. Oh, <laughs> His room just blings every time. <laughs> I forgot to tip the driver. Tip. Looking for toadstools. Why does your room ding every time we mention tips and toadstools? Bling, 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 bling. That's the worst. I don't know, Dad. I've got to go. Ah, this guy's getting the shaft. Bling, 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 bling. <laughs> it aggressively blings. <laughs> oh. Alex, we have to sit down. Are you... Are you Jane sixty yeah. nine? Are you <laughs> Alex Cream Pie Hole on OnlyFans? <laughs> yes, cutie Alex. <laughs> There's that Jonathan guy. He is creepy, and he's annoying. That's before about. some of them. That's he's weird. just a hanger on, and all he does is show up at this their lunches. Like so he's the new caterer. Oh, his face. He is, and yeah, they, they a little puffy. Siegfried, they just think, yeah, he looked like he had a stroke. He, they just think he's amazing. Like, oh my God, you are so, fu- you look so good. And he just hangs around. Kim has lunch, and there's that guy. 
Jonathan's coming. And then he shows up. <laughs> oh. Uh, and everybody vocal fries around some hoity-toity lunch, and then he walks her dog. That dude probably makes a million dollars a year, not because of her, because all the attention he gets from that show. Lady Gaga's dog walker, I'm sure, took that bullet and said, I'll be back to work Monday. I'm not losing this gig. I'm going to get her dogs back, too. He's going to be a hero. But if you know, look, I'd, if I had two French bulldogs that look similar right now, I'd bring them back. Here you go. Oh, yeah. These are your dogs. <laughs> what? Yeah, give me that 500 grand. I don't think these are my dogs. Bradley, are these my dogs? La, 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 la. <laughs> song Kim, is so awful. Kim at one time was assisting someone. Yeah, Kim was, but yeah, she was a socialite, but she was parasite. But she was a, she was a parasite. She was Paris's second. Ugh. And that song is now in my head. Damn it. This is your fault, Lady Gaga. And no, that will not be the wake-up song this morning. The best of Humber's morning sickness. Now back to Johnny Midnight in the Ass. That's right, it's uh, 843, Phoenix. Good morning to you. It is Johnny Midnight in the Ass. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful day today. We're looking at a uh, you know a temperature around 72 degrees. Uh, maybe a chance of uh, rain today, uh, ass. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. On the phone right now, we've got a celebrity guest here on the Johnny Midnight in the Ass program here at 98KUPD. Uh, you know him from the big uh, scandal of the 90s between uh, himself and a young lady named Amy Fisher. Uh, his name is Joey Buttafugo. And if you're familiar with Joey, by the way, 71 degrees right now. Uh, if you're familiar with him, uh, you'll know his name and uh it's been a running joke on letterman the whole time the butthole fuco joey uh you're here and you've brought a friend as well are you, are you how are you sir i am this is joey butterfuco and i'm calling from beautiful california and i'm on with dennis huff from the world famous bunny ranch dennis huff, <laughs> dennis huff. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, joey uh uh you, you've you hey butterfuco oh. what are your favorite nickelodeon shows you like to beat the butterfuco mute to Hannah Montana, you knucklehead. <laughs> He's a Hannah Montana fan. Everyone, of course, loves the Hannah Montana. Uh, I don't. I see nothing. Uh, well, Go I'm... right to the top with Hannah Montana. <laughs> I've, I've got 100 bunnies that are hotter than her. Yeah, well, totally. sure. They're also of age, I hope, yes? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, then, yeah, we don't want hey, Hannah Montana. who would you guys do first, Ava Mendez or Ava Longoria? Ava Longoria. Jennifer Ava Aniston? Longoria. How about Jennifer Aniston or Angelina Jolie? Oh, please. I'm married Aniston. to uh, Angelina Jolie's twin. Dakota Fanning or Abigail Breslin? <laughs> oh, is that why he gets that name? That he's the ass. Yes, it's the ass. Please. Uh, oh so God. you've got you, but uh, let's, uh, Joey. You've got a. I think he's in need of a trip to the Bunny Ranch. You've got a sex tape, uh, Joey. I do believe it's a sex tape you're uh, you're shilling away for. What 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 is this sex tape of? This is a sex tape that was. Um, uh huh. Gotten the films of almost uh, quite a while ago by a friend of ours, a friend of mine who shopped it behind my back. We didn't even know it was being done at the time. And it's a sex tape of my wife, Ivanka, who is a Croatian beauty. I've been right. with her for a long time, married to her for three years. She's right. hot. She's yeah, a I, hot. I, watched, I had all the Bunny Ranch girls around the computer last night. Uh, Joey got caught on tape.com. And Joey, Joey, you you're quite the man. You I've heard all the stories about you, but you you back it up, dude. Thank you, Dennis. I love you for that. Thanks. Hey, Butterfuco. Get to the finish, but it works. It feels great. Hey, Butterfuco, pick your favorites: Coke or Pepsi? Um, this guy's crazy, man. He's a little Pepsi. bit off. Chocolate or vanilla? <laughs> Both. Rainy days or humping homicidal teen girls? Homicidal teen girls, you crazy! But come on, man, I love these guys. Sorry about that. Ass is up to eight forty-five in the morning. Johnny, you got to put up with us every day with him, don't you? Oh, he's he's fantastic. I absolutely love him. Phoenix, back Tex Irvin. 
Earnhardt's my best friend. Is really Tex Earnhardt? No kidding. They're my lifelong friend. There you go, man. You might want to not say that. Tex probably doesn't want that one out too hard. Oh, Tex has been to the Bunny Ranch. Tex is a great guy and a good, good friend. Tex Earnhardt family and Tex Earnhardt uh, visits the Bunny Joey. Ranch. I want to hook, uh, Joey, you'll love this guy. He's the he's the, he makes it happen. Well, maybe Tex you could uh, maybe you could ride the bull, Joey, in Texas commercials. That could be uh, something people would. Uh, that, you know what? I'm going to get that set up. Yeah. Hey, Tex, I'm going to tell you something about Tex, Joey. This guy's been married four times, all to the same Pam, same name. You're kidding, huh? Yep. Hey, Butterfuco, you want to play a game? Nah. Come on, this is a fun game. It's called This Is Your Life. Guess who this is? You don't have any idea about my life. <laughs> I have a great life. Here she is. <laughs> Hi there, how you doing? I got one guess for you. You have me shot in the face. <laughs> is this what happens in Phoenix? Is it something in the ozone? Who the am I? <laughs> I'll give you one guess, you hole uh, You know what? I'm going to bring the Bunny Ranch girls into your studio, and and, uh, and, and, and do you have a guess? Straight out. Do you have a guess at all who that is? Anyone? No, not a clue. Not a clue. I'm clueless myself here. I uh, ask anything. <laughs> Want to give the answer? Uh, do you have any more clues? It was Mary Jo. Oh well, I don't have a feeling. I thought it was the guy from Fargo. Different guy. All right, uh, Joey, uh, your uh, your uh, your video is out and for sale right now. It's eight forty seven. Uh, your video is out uh, uh, right now. How much uh, are you charging for your sex tape? Oh, I'm not. The lawyers are working that all out with the with the with the prick who who put this out behind our back, totally unauthorized. But now these attorneys are working it out. So I don't know what the dollar amount is, but um, JoeyCaughtOnTape.com. It's there, and I got a hot wife, and she does the right thing. And let me tell you. Uh, it felt great. At my age, I'm lucky it hit the ground, but the bottom line is it was it's a hot video. Talking about doing things time. behind your back. <laughs> is that a tape or is that a real guy? Guy, I'm a woman, for God's sake. This is not funny. I feel bad for all the people in Phoenix. <laughs> Feel bad for the people of Phoenix. What about her? I mean, they want to kill themselves driving and listening to that guy. You have no idea the pain in my face. You, let me ask you this: Do you watch Cat House on HBO? I'm familiar with it. Good. Yeah, solid. Very good. Very good stuff. Well, what about your sidekick? Uh, probably not. He's probably too busy running. Yeah, yeah, running I can't horses. watch Cat House because I can't see out of one freaking eye. She's not familiar with Cat House for some reason. We got about another 30 seconds, guys. All right. Uh, well, Joey, uh, thanks for being told we have to wrap it up with you. Gosh, sure. what a privilege it's been to talk to you. And uh, we'll tell Tex you said hi. So, tell Tex tell Tex I said hi. Howdy. Any parting words, ass? The uh, Amber Alerts get you hard. All right. That's enough. <laughs> that ain't no bull. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you later. I'm going to straighten that guy out. I'm going to give him a threesome at the Bunny Ranch. Get a threesome at the Bunny Ranch? Is everyone yeah. going to? All right. Well, just he's going to get a free one. Me likey. As long as there's a pat down or some sort of a weapons check going in. All right. Thank you for joining us this morning, gentlemen. It's uh, Joey Buttafuoco. I'll get you. you Rocking your morning. It's Johnny Midnight in the ass. Larry's getting free lunch, too. Ladies and gentlemen, Larry McFeely with the Mary Joe Buttafuoco. I can't believe that he played along with it. I can't believe he's not guilty at all. (laughs) The man is... Is just totally uncomfort. But, you know, after he makes a few phone calls this afternoon, we have a hit out on us. Yeah, my stomach hurts a little bit. <laughs> uh, I got a threesome to get We are through. so dead. You got a free th- threesome up in the bunny ranch. That's Eric. Like-
That's negotiating there. Eric, if you can do an impression of the ass, you can get a three-way up at the Bunny Ranch, no problem. I'm sure Tex Earnhardt's thrilled that these guys are throwing his <laughs> name around. They're endorsing him. Oh, I'm friends with him all with the Tex. time. Hey, Joey, I'll get you on Texas Bull. It's like 14. <laughs> can I get special financing over there or what? <laughs> can you get Mary Jo hooked up with a Focus or something for having shot her in the face? I got problems. The guy has no qualms about it anymore. And talk about doing I've got one messed up the, eye. The line of the day. Talk about doing things behind your back. <laughs> that was great. Thanks. Thanks Ask, for having me on the big show, Larry. Larry and the special guest, uh, Mary Jo Buttafuoco, the only man in the country doing a Mary Jo Buttafuoco impression and doing it really, really well. Any guesses who that is? Ass, uh, you got anything? <laughs> you got anything, ass? Steve Buscemi from Fargo. <laughs> you should see the other guy. Holy Moses. Was I'm going to go write my last will and yeah, testament. Yeah, you're, you're going to get whacked. I'm uh, going to get whacked. You know what's funny, though? We've got Vesley on overnight, so he's got an in on all this Italian That's whacking. So That's true. Might get a, a well, I apologize for Phoenix uh, you via Joey Buttafuoco. Sorry, Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Yeah, Do Amber Alerts get you hard? Well, <laughs> well played. Well played, my friend. Vowing our solemn promise. I believe when we cracked the mics the very first time at KUPD, we said... First off, we're not here to replace Pratt. And second, I swear to you, we'll never seriously interview a pedophile. So just following through on our earliest promise of all. Uh, yeah, he there's wasn't the, serious. There it was. <laughs> he wasn't. It wasn't serious. We yeah. will never seriously interview a pedophile on this Next show. Next week, John Mark Carr. <laughs> well, he didn't do anything, really. <laughs> so I'd like of. to chat with that guy that for we a little know while. Of. That's true. He has not been caught yet. But uh, there you go. Johnny Midnight and the ass. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, one of our favorites. And with the Joey Buttafuoco. This is the Big Red Radio. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the best of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. My name's John. How you doing? It is the Brady Report, the best of it, and we do that every single day. And just because we're on vacation doesn't mean we're not going to do it here, too. It's a best of Brady Report, and it's still brought to you by Hooters and Michelob Ultra. It's Monday. Hooters loves NASCAR. Head to Hooters the day Chase Elliott finishes in the top ten, and you'll score some delicious freebies while you're there. Enjoy an ice-cold Mick Ultra. Thank you, Hooters. And Michelob Ultra. Brady, report it. A couple of baseless fun facts. Instead of once upon a time, Korean fairy tales usually start with, in the old days when tigers used to smoke. <laughs> I don't believe you. Come on. I don't believe you at all. <laughs> Look it up. I'm, I don't need to. I'm Googling I'm, that. Yeah. That's your southwest corner statement of the morning. Kids gather around. What? In the old days when tigers used to smoke. Yep. And we say once upon a time. Yeah. And they say that. Yep. And they Holy didn't. Holy crap. And, well, hold on a second. They didn't see our way and go, oh my God, that's so much better. No, right? they were in first. No, but it still, they were in first with chopsticks. How, top that. I like the tiger smoke thing. No. We, they were in with chopsticks and never have given up on the idea that our thing came up better. Okay. Like we got forks and spoons and we're like, oh, that is better. We They've, they've adapted to the better invention. Start typing into Google no. when in the old days, WH, top search. Tigers used to smoke. Second one, when times were bad. When my mama said... Mine says, in the old days. When tigers used to smoke. What were pumpkins used for? What? (laughs) These are my searches. What is habeas corpus? (laughs) In the old days, what is habeas corpus? In the old days, what do you tie a horse to? In the old days, what did tablets look like? In the old days of old, when knights were bold. In the old days... In the good old days... When times were bad. Those are my searches. 
I didn't get when tigers used to smoke. Let me see if I can keep going. When. Uh, even if I go in the old days when tea, it still says what were pumpkins used for. Ty. And you were. Nope, I get nothing. I just type in the word tigers. I don't get any searches. Let me try this one. In the old. I'll check mine. <laughs> days when. Nope, still get what, what were pumpkins used for. In the old days, what were pumpkins used for? Who's who's Googling that? <laughs> Why is that my Haven't, haven't pumpkins choice? always been used for the same things? Food? <laughs> and um, carving? Do Mine's we want to hear the audio? Is mine yeah. as well, when tigers used to smoke. That's your first choice, too? Yeah. Why and do when, I have one? When, when, when pumpkins times, used to? times were bad. Because Marcus took it off of your no, computer. All right, let's hear it in... Uh, Boom. One more time. Boom. In the old days, when tigers used to smoke. <laughs> That's not a fake. You ready for this one? <laughs> I'm with you. I don't believe it. It's fake. I, I know. I know Koreans. I'm gonna. Uh, Jim Wilson text me immediately. Did your dad ever? Uh, he rock, would have no. Did he ever idea. rock you to sleep in Southern Indiana with? Oh, hey, Jim. Uh, you know old days when the tigers used to smoke. Maybe. <laughs> Never happened. Why are the tigers yeah, smoking, dad, Uncle? Stop. Just say. Just say once upon a time. It's better. We would know too, because Jim would go. I hate that beginning. He hates smoke. He used to smoke. Just anything Korean. That is true. He He's hates Co- his hair. Oh, he hates Korean. Never really? met. No, He's I never. In yeah. Denial. Yeah. Actually, I think I've heard you say there that. There were before. people in the war who hated Koreans less than Jim. <laughs> now you go back to the fifties and the Korean War. North and South Korea don't hate each other as much as Jim hates both of them. So internment camps, he wasn't necessarily against them. Well, that's Japan. So racist. <laughs> Northwest corner. Yeah, uh, the northwest corner of Japan. It actually is the northeast corner of Japan, South Korea. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> and it's better directions to Action Ride Shop to take his route through Korea. Boulder, Colorado, a 25-year-old man is in jail mm-hmm. after police discovered he's been living on the roof of a T-Mobile store since December. In Colorado? The guy's name is Luke Barrett. The employees of the store had had a suspicion that someone was living on the roof, but they couldn't quite put their finger on it. They just heard rustling around every now and then. Their cleaning crew removed a couple of cushions on the roof, a garbage can, and a sleeping bag one time or another. Wow. In Colorado. It had to be In cold Boulder. as hell up there. Exactly. There's a picture of Luke right there. You go to... Um, He's a jarhead. Looks like a Marine. Wow. He that's that's your uh, survivor man right there. Is that there. legal? Why would that be illegal? You're, You're trespassing anybody. on what? You can't sleep on anyone's roof. Not any one in particular, but why not a T-Mobile store? Well, it's the same thing here. If somebody comes inside the yeah, gate, it's trespassing. Yeah, but they get on the roof. Who cares? Why is it different on the roof to you? Because they're not visible and they're not going to bother me. Oh, okay. well, he was not looking going torso the man. Yeah, they're not bothering me up there. Let people live on the roof. Big deal. Well, here's the problem. That person living on the roof or whatever, I mean, with our legal society. Well, if he falls off or hurts himself, he'll still. Yeah, that's true. Ah, damn it. Thought we had an answer to the homeless problem. Tops of strip malls. Had a little CSI episode. Michael Hoop, 56 years old of uh, Portsmouth. Um, He was in uh, court because he was accused of public urination. Mm-hmm. 
He's denying it. Sure, I was drunk. Liquored up. Cops gave him a ticket. He said, take a little urine out of that puddle. DNA test it. It was coming out of him? I guess they were able to get some uh, urine from the thing, and he asked them to test it, get the DNA. They tested it. It was not his DNA. He was not... He was pouring out someone else's urine? Or no, they just found <laughs> they him and just said, found did you him just and, do that? Yeah. He and got off. They accused him. He said, no, I didn't do it. He got off because of the DNA testing. He demanded DNA testing of a yep. urine puddle. Wow. So the cops had the wrong pisser. Said, uh, well, here's That's the deal. Amazing. He had asked the officer, did you DNA test the urine? Of course, the guy's not, and then he yelled. He shouted at the officer during the trial, and the judge ordered him to take a deep breath and promised the verdict would be forthcoming. (laughs) So he's a little bit loony, but at the same time, he's right. He's right. How much is the fine for pissing on a wall? A couple hundred bucks? If they catch you in the act, if it's uh, and there's other people seeing you, you can technically get registered as a... Yeah, but you got to be doing something pretty crazy. I don't think any cop's going to go out of his way to fill out that kind of paperwork, unless it's by an elementary school or something. You're not going to do the sex offender thing. You can, but you got to be doing stuff with your willy that's not normal. $150. Just pay the bill. In Tempe. Well, Tempe's different than everywhere else. They have such a problem with it. in Phoenix. It's cheaper. So if you're going to piss on a wall, do it. Well, what he did is by requesting the DNA testing, he's like, prove it. Because it came down between he and the officer, and he made such a. Because he didn't catch him in the act. Well, the officer says, I saw he and another guy relieving themselves on this building. And so that's when the guy's like, oh, yeah, I wasn't doing it. Did you DNA test the urine to prove that was me? That's pretty brave. Yeah. Most and then he, just slap then he blew him. up and, you know, starting to get out of hand. The judge was like, hey, you know what? Get out of here. Not guilty. <laughs> just get him out of here. Public defecation can be up to $2,500. Well, yeah. That's different. <laughs> a little more cleanup involved. Dump in public. <laughs> Plus, it's not as, you know, as bad as peeing is. It's a little dirtier as far as just health reasons. <laughs> what is that guy doing over there? <laughs> oh. oh, come on. I demand a DNA test. It's not no, my it's, I poo. see it's still, you still got a tail. It's yours. You've grown a root. You didn't even squeeze the last bit off. Uncle Drunky Kevin Keogh, he could add a couple of $2,500 fines. My, my sister's friend. Because he would do it on the person's hood of their car. Want to know something worse? My sister's friend got really drunk and uh, was in the backseat of the car. And uh, the, my, I forget who it was with my sister. Someone else was driving home really fast. And literally, you know the old excuse, I got to get home quick. I got diarrhea. Well, the girl in the front said, we got to get home. She's got diarrhea. And he's like, I've, I've heard that a million times. She's like, I do. And gets out of the car and in front of the cop in the front yard. <laughs> okay, you girls can go. He wasn't expecting. No, he's it like, I really no, look. As many times I've heard that, no one's ever actually pulled it out. And she throws a puddle on the front yard. I'm not kidding. You just threw it. We almost got home. Two people were arrested last week in the murder of an Oklahoma pastor. Okay. The pastor was David Evans, and he was the pastor of Harmony Free Will Baptist Church in Ada, Oklahoma. 
uh, the murderers or suspected murderers, his yeah. wife and the third guy involved, Khalil Johnson. They had a threesome a couple of times oh boy. with the pastor. He went on a trip to Mexico, a uh, missionary trip, and while he was gone, his wife, Christy, got together with Khalil and said, he's kind of verbally abusive. Let, let's oh, cut yeah. him out of the mix. The couple had uh, the threesomes at the time they would mo- they would meet at the Super 8 Hotel. The pastor. The pastor. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Pastor, <clears throat> pastor's wife, and Khalil. Khalil followed through with, with the plan. Killed him. Yeah. Now she's <laughs> being brought into the mix. Well, she's part of it. Are you saying all threesomes end in murder? Probably. No, I'm probably. not saying that. Brady's propaganda. You haven't had one good threesome story. I don't think you've ever gone. Yeah, threesome led to a guy owning. Uh, I'll look for one. Owning six car dealerships. <laughs> it doesn't. I think you're being very selective yeah. with your threesome news. <laughs> Biased. It is a bias against threesomes. I'm just saying a threesome with a pastor usually doesn't awesome. work out well. Why not? Well, you're one in a yeah, right right no, right. Let me tell you this. It didn't work out for Falwell's kid. I'll tell you this. For Father Dale. Yeah, that's different. Those threesomes were not. Uh, and that was a devil's triangle, too, this one. Guaranteed threesome with a pastor. You got one person in that mix who ain't talking. He's going to the grave with that. It's the other yeah. people you got to worry about. I'd have a threesome with two pastors, for God's sakes. Secret safe. <laughs> and some kids at my high school did with Father Dale and whatever other pastor he had in there in the hot tub with him. This next story, I say, oh, it's God. about time. The latest word, according to science, cheese is not bad for you after all. Here we go. There have been several recent major studies in the past decade that found cheese got an unfair reputation because of the misguided anti-fat guidelines in the (laughs) 80s and 90s. Anti-fat? Was it a pro-fat movement? Well, clearly there was, if you looked around. (laughs) Those studies found that what really makes you gain weight are things like refined grains, potatoes, and processed meats. Starch and flour. Cheese didn't cause people to gain weight. Sometimes it even helped people lose fat. The dean of the Tufts School of Nutrition Science in Massachusetts says there's almost no evidence cheese causes weight gain. In fact, there's evidence that it's neutral at worst. There's no evidence that cheese is linked to cardiovascular disease. And in some studies, it's even a little bit uh, associated with a lower risk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then for diabetes, again, the worst, neutral, maybe even protective. Brady, that's it. Ralphie May 3 program, the new RM3. Cheese, glorious. Sincerely, Dr. Brady Bogan. Dr. Brady Bogan from the Ralphie May Institute. I tell you right now, you know all that cheese is hot garbage. People tell you that stuff's not fat. RM3000, I call it, because you eat enough of Ralphie Mays cheese, you're going to be 3,000 pounds. You tell a fat guy propaganda. Good work, Brady. With that great news, Taco Bell is joining the fried chicken sandwich wars. Put some cheese on mm. it. It's healthy. Sounds like they got a uh, spicy chicken taco. My friend Colin decided to try to eat nothing but cheese a few years ago. And he would eat a block of cheese watching oh, football. Man. And that's all he would eat for a while just to see what it does to your body. I think Colin put on like 45 pounds in two weeks. He's got something else. Well, no. Yeah. Something was, else it's wrong. blocks yeah. of cheese. But don't defend the cheese. Yes. Fried bread because he was a fat ass. He didn't get up and move around like you and me do. He was athletes. 
Khaled ate that block of cheese because Khaled is a fat ass at heart. Oh, he must have been plugged up. You, that's what I said. Are you cracked? And he goes, it's not normal, but all he did was eat just blocks, full blocks of cheese. Oh, uh, just to find out I love what, cheese, what happens. Man, no I do way. too. This is the... Uh, Don't make you fat. Listen up to Brady. He'll tell you. RM3. The Ralphie May program. RM3. Your rectum has similar cells to your mouth. Prove it. Which is why spicy foods can burn on the way out as much as they do when you're bringing them down. So what you're saying... So that's why Javier's gets to you guys. Javier's doesn't go, no. no. There's no burning on the way out of Javier's. No. So Brady... Spice in, spice out. Maybe you can double your intake. Maybe it tastes too. Have you ever tried that? Gonna get with some, <laughs> I'm going to get, get with some doctors. Try a little lasagna and go in the other way. Let's oh. go, Brady. Come oh. on. If it's got feelings going out with the yeah. flavor, it's going to have them going in. You won't let a doctor in Double there with taste. a finger, but we've got yeah. another way. I bet you if he was covered in KY lasagna, you'd let him in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. What if you found out it could taste? Would you use it? <laughs> you'd be in the side of the road buying Russian beef jerky. Oh, nom, nom, yeah. Nom. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, butthole. We'll get you some. Hang on. Why don't you put the elk right here, chief? He's going to bend over and you put that in here. Treat me like a whore. Chinese food whore. Pipe down, butthole. Finger prison. (laughs) Food. All right, butthole. I'll pull over. That's disturbing. Your mouth and your butthole are very similar. I tell that to Megan all the time. (laughs) She buying that one? Uh, yeah, still, though, the teeth thing. There's one drastic difference, which makes one so special. It's the light on the hill. There are only two companies with a perfect AAA credit rating. <laughs> Somebody just said, does COVID deaden your butthole? Like, you can't taste or feel the Mexican food <laughs> as it shoots out. Like, you could eat Indian food and it fire out. I wonder if it does I that, think, too. I think it does. Good one, Falls. I don't know. You, you can't you smell, right taste, yeah, or feel spicy foods coming out. I know out. I couldn't smell it for a while. Did you eat yeah, just loads of chili? That's no, your, you could eat whatever. You that's know, what I'm saying. Whatever, yeah. Hot, I mean, there was hot nothing. everything. But it, when it came out, you didn't yeah. feel that. It, so it deadened your butthole, yeah. too. Doctors have never told us this. Thank you, Anthony Fauci. It also deadens your butthole. So if you're not feeling any of the spicy joke come out, then you know. You got that, too. Hmm. Police arrested six people who ran a brothel bus in Miami. Familiar with the Bang Bus? Sure. Very. Dot com. It's sort of like a brothel on wheels, but that was actually um, an inside deal. They actually hired the women and, you know, it's orchestrated. But the real Bang Bus. Dot com. Nope. I know. I just like to throw that in there because that's when I think Bang Bus, I think bangbus.com. Was operating on the streets of Miami, Florida on Sunday. One of the buses was patrolling South Beach in Miami when a couple of escorts offered two guys the opportunity to take a all-you-can-drink ride for just 40 bucks. But once the guys got on the bus, the ladies took off their clothes, started lap dancing. Then they asked the guys if they wanted to go to the VIP room, which was eight Back feet away. <laughs> The Rosa Parks bucks. Memorial yes. VIP room. 100 bucks for oral favors and 125 for a little P in the V action. 
<laughs> the detectives arrested six. <laughs> you actually acted like a badass when you said that. You know what I'm talking about, gang. In this world, the old P and the V. Thanks, Brady. You know, it's the same thing as just saying it, right? You're not breaking any, you know, new ground there I knew with you'd God. Enjoy that. No, you had no idea. You just Hell didn't want yeah. to say either word. You're afraid of both words. Come on. So you gave us the P and V. It's next canoe ride. The P and the V. Actually. Can you remember that movie when Leo DiCaprio and No, what are you talking about? Who was it when he hooked up with? Uh, was it Kate Winslet? Yeah, they had a little P in the V action. Did they go P in the V in that? Yeah. I remember Titanic having the big P in the V scene. I remember he drew her V. I remember his P. What's the matter with you? You want to make Brady uncomfortable? Did they ever go P in the A? Ooh. Ooh. Come on. People don't do that. People don't do that. <laughs> Come on. I've what... never heard of that. Dirty monkeys do that. People don't do that. Pee to pee like that yuck, police car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. P to the P to the A. Like those two gays in front of us at the police concert. You know what happened later that time. night? I do. P to the A with an H to the P. <laughs> That's right. It's like an algebra problem with them. <laughs> Equals. <laughs> Equals. <laughs> Snowball. Stop oh. it. Why do you just say yes, that? Yes, gotcha. Why did you, yeah, but you just said it. That's not what we're doing. You don't just fire... Blumpkin. You don't just fire off dirty things. You can't stop me. You can, though. Pee in the A. After you beat all clean. <laughs> what's wrong with saying snowball? You know You're the worse, one that Brady? painted that picture. The guys over there at the police concert probably went P to the M to the A. To the A. To the M. <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> then to the B to wipe off their teeth. It's working. <laughs> it's making them a little uncomfortable. <laughs> all these letters that he created. See, it's just dirty when you do it, Brady, you filthy son of a bitch. It's Brady's 701. <laughs> I want you to be my algebra teacher. So if you got a P over a B, but I don't like the A, you're going to put the P in the V. What of the B? What does B equal? P to the A equals M to the A squared. Yeah, A to the M. Forget it. You'll do it someday. You'll get bored and try it. Yeah, it'll happen. Let me go a little late to the end, Ronnie. Okay. I'm bored. Yeah, me too. Gonna write it up on a chalkboard. <laughs> Gotta have your chalkboard. Huh? Brady, uh, you've made everyone sick. Rest of Homeless Morning Sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is horrible news over happy music, and we haven't done this for a while. There it is. Sorry about that. Had some adjusting to do. Uh, this is where we read you five stories. Some true, some false, maybe all true, maybe all false. That's up for you to decide. And uh, when we read them, you listen carefully. Take your guess, 260-9800, and you could win a staycation anywhere in Phoenix. Staycations rule. We talked about it yesterday. Hotel sex is so much better than home sex. I haven't figured it out. I don't know why that is. It just is. It really is. Man, I am flying. I don't know if it's green tea or if it's just the combination of Theraflu, green tea, all the stuff I'm taking to feel better. 
Did you I have some Ma Huang in your green tea? I don't know. You're buzzing. I'm buzzing hard. I just looked at Brady and just got a little trail action going. <laughs> You're zooted. I'm zooted up, man. And it's all legit stuff. Like, you know, I buy it at Safeway. Sweet. A little dizzy. <laughs> it's this one-day flu thing. I don't know what it is. Anyway, kind of off-kilter. Could Sorry be the syphilis. That's it. I got the syphilis real bad. Oh, You're right. Man, I'm man sorry. oh man, did I forget about that. Oh. Yeah, I'm dripping like a leaky hose. It's bad. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me of that, buddy. You're welcome. Ready for story number one, my friend? Bring it. Toledo, you shut the door for the construction. <laughs> we got construction going on. I'm high. This is ridiculous. <laughs> story number one. All the makings of a bad country song is an Ocala woman, that's Florida, is heading to prison. Her crime? She ran her ex-husband over with her car as he sat on the porch of their mobile home drinking a beer with a buddy. Quote, she says, I tried to kill him because I hate him. (laughs) Her ex testified in court that his ex, mad and upset because he sang a country karaoke duet with another pretty woman at a party in the trailer park earlier in that day, infuriated her. She told him, I'm going to kill you in front of everyone else. How dare you do this? Embarrass me like this. A Miami lawyer gave uh, the nymphomania disease an intoxicating TV violence defense, and now you got the karaoke jealousy defense all at the same time. That's a defense? That's a defense. That's uh, Claiming that he was a sex freak. <laughs> that he was inevitably going to sleep with this woman. So he can't go singing country songs with her karaoke style. She hit him with the car. He is going to live, however, which is a rarity for uh, horrible news over happy music. But just sitting on the porch after singing a little, you know. Love lifts us up is the song. Any ideas? I don't know what the song was. Uh, Story number two in Hamilton, Ontario. Two men on a 14-day fishing trip that kind of popped up out of nowhere and surprised friends and relatives. Uh, They're friends for life, by the way. 29 and 30 years old, respectively. Mark Nelson and Andy Lamond. Uh, people say they've shared just about everything through their lives. Toys, as kids, clothing. Uh, they shared cars. They bought an apartment together, got an apartment together early. Tools, they used to share their stuff all the time. And evidently, they shared wives as well. Andy and Mark, it is now reported, recently completed an experiment to see if their wives were loyal. Each friend, very close to the other's wife, made a deal to say they would try to seduce the other one's wife with their friend's knowledge to see what their wives would do. Well, each wife caved and slept with the best friend. Both went back to each other and said, I did it. Your wife caved. And he said, your wife caved too. Too much for both of them to live with and their friendship too deep to ever try to sever. They decided to take everyone out on a fishing trip in northern Canada and also share in a group murder. Both wives and an unnamed man who was invited, uh, who happened to be staying with the Nelsons, went up north Enjoy a nice couple weeks up there in the uh, the lake. How did they get caught? Well, maids at the cabin resort they were staying at were concerned about the disturbing amounts of blood they were finding in the bathtub each morning. Ugh. It was there that the two anglers were chopping up their bait, which happened to be their wives and the unnamed man. It just so happened the dead bodies were hidden in the back of the truck. They'd cut off a part in the car, walk it into the house, and use it as bait for their fishing trip. Just slowly angling out chunks of their wife and friend into the water, never to be seen again. When they got to shore, Canadian Mounties uh, were waiting. No word if any fish were actually caught with the people. Would have made for a whole new industry, but they're going to be in jail for quite a while. 
what's going on in Canada? They had to have caught some fish if they're finding feet and everything up there. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, in South Carolina, man, story number three starts is in jail after authorities say he stole a bear cub from an animal park in upstate South Carolina. And then charged friends and neighbors a dollar to pet it. <laughs> He's not going to get caught, that's for sure. John Chadwick Montgomery, uh, 31, was charged Tuesday with third-degree burglary and grand larceny. Officials say he lured a seven-month cub from the Holly Wild Animal Park in South Carolina a couple Saturdays ago. Well, Joy Crawford, says Montgomery, who is her cousin, pulled up in the driveway and told her, Hey, guess what I stole? A bar. <laughs> he said he's always wanted a bear, his cousin said. Uh, he's always been great with animals, had a lot of exotic pets, so it didn't surprise me he's done a lot of stupid things throughout his life. Wow. <laughs> this is from family. The cousin also says Montgomery told her the bear wasn't his initial target at Holly Wild, and he needed some medical attention. Hopefully she could help. Deputies say after breaking in, he tried to steal a couple capuchin monkeys. <laughs> but another capuchin stopped the abduction by biting John Chadwick Montgomery repeatedly on the shoulders and arms. <laughs> Authorities say they're looking for two other people that may have helped in the bear abduction. Anthony Derek Elliott, Amy Brooke Mayberry. They believe that they were instrumental in the theft. However, bad news in the whole story. A stolen bear did have to be put down. Uh, it had contracted several illnesses <laughs> and was not being fed properly. It was just a bear cub. Idiot. It's the baby. Uh, story number four. A furious customer in Italy of a barber shop decided that that was it. I'm burning the place down. Why would he burn down a barber shop? How crazy did he get? Well, he spotted a picture on the wall of his girlfriend in a hardcore porno calendar at this classy-ass barber shop. Nastori Manaldo, 30 years old, quote, went crazy and torched the salon. When the barber refused to take down the photo, uh, he said, take down my girlfriend, huh? Police said in Frosinone, Lazio. The bad news is he thought he was just torching the place. Evidently, an old man sleeps in that barber shop in the upstairs, and he was dead. He was, uh, couldn't escape the horror. Weirdest thing was that uh, Nestore Manaldo, the arsonist, was well aware of his girlfriend's porn past. So it shouldn't have been a shocker. Yeah, so the thought of thousands of guys getting their hair did and masturbating to your girlfriend will eventually put you over the edge. Finally, Brady, story number five. Plano, Texas. Roy Jackson was on a leisure fishing trip with his son, 15-year-old Tommy. Roy and Tommy were fishing for smallmouth bass and crappy. Uh, Roy wanted to maneuver the the... The boat. Oh, the boat. Closer to the bank. Couldn't see. Tommy accidentally dropped the gear in reverse, causing his dad to fall out of the boat and take a 250-horsepower Murr-Cruiser prop right over the head. Instantly took dad out. On top of the horrible tragedy, Tommy received a ticket for not having a fishing license earlier that day. Oh, oh no. Now he's got fines. Bad day. Do you pay that fine? No, I think they'll let him off. Those are the five stories. Horrible news over happy music. Story one, karaoke-fueled rage. Story two, fishing with your wife and friends. Literally. Story number three, hillbilly steals the bear. Story number four, angry man burns barber over girlfriend porn. And story number five, murcruiser, daddy's head. Bad combo. Those are your five stories. You tell us now which are true and which are false. It's 98 KUPD. <laughs> the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. You've had plenty of time to think about it. It is horrible news over happy music. The game that swept the nation and just got too hard to keep up with. So now it's a 
It's like when they do Regis Philbin hosts uh, The Millionaire every once in a while. Comes back now and again. Five stories, some true, some false. Maybe all true, maybe all false. My favorite part now, Brady Bogan, with his musical tribute to all of the stories. Story number one, of course, the karaoke-fueled rage that landed a woman in prison as she tried to run her husband over because he sang a beautiful duet with another pretty woman. I'm a steamrolling my baby. I'm going to steamroll him into flatbread. What is that song? I'm a steamroller, baby. James Taylor. <laughs> wow, really? James Taylor has a steamroller song? Yeah. About flatbread? It's live on Eric's favorite album. Oh, my God. I've never heard that song, Brady. I don't know what you're singing. You've never heard the JT? I know James Taylor. I don't know that one. Story number two, uh, the two guys that were fishing that uh, were mad at their cheating wives and decided to go up there and kill them together because they're best friends and then used their wives and some dude that was living at their house as the bait, chopped them up, got busted. How deep is your love? How deep is your love? Because we're cubing our wives for musky. I couldn't finish the rest. That's, <laughs> That's perfect. Are you kidding? Couldn't finish the rest. That was glorious. I forgot that. What song has ever included the lyric cubing our wives from musky? None. I tell you none. And how many is that one? That's one that is hopefully started the domino effect. Cubing our wives from musky. The Bee Gees probably originally wrote that. Uh, story number three is the South Carolina guy that stole the bear. Uh, just because he wanted to have a weird animal in his house and was charging the people a buck to see it. Well, the bear's dead now, and he's in jail. Montgomery's got a big brown bear, and he shows it to all his friends for a dollar. John Chadwick Montgomery. Just sounds like a name where stuff's going to go wrong. Uh, in Italy, the guy who uh, looked at the wall going, Hey, that's my girlfriend. They're taking an 18-inch dark. What do you got that on your wall for? Well, he saw his girlfriend in a porn picture at the barber shop he hung out and asked him to take it down. The barber wouldn't, so he torched the place. But unfortunately, a guy who stays inside the barber shop didn't make it out. My hair's grown long, and the barber's dead. My angel's in the centerfold. Very nice. You are trapped. You are trapped in the time area. Somewhere between seventy-four, no, I've covered some decades there. 74 and eighty-five. That's about where. That's it. That starts yeah, and ends. Pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Story number five. Finally, Roy Jackson on a leisurely fishing trip. His boy screwed up. Accidentally threw it in reverse when he's supposed to go forward, and uh, dropped Dad into the back, and then reversed it again. And Dad's face met with the uh, two hundred fifty horsepower Mercruiser prop. Chopped up Dad's face pretty bad. Fish heads, Dad's <laughs> heads. Chew them up. Yum. Dad's heads. Fishing is dangerous. Let's Especially when you don't have a license. You win, you get yourself uh, gas, a gas card from Wendy's. You get some food from Wendy's, a gift, a gift card to Wendy's, and a staycation. You're qualified, you qualified for a staycation. We'll draw that tomorrow. Are we doing that? Or they... No, no, no. It goes for another couple weeks. So okay. Okay. we've got plenty of gas and food to give out right. for the next couple weeks. So, but everybody that wins will get in for Five the people a week? Yep. Yeah, staycation. You could get, oh, man. There's a few places I'd like to stay. Hi there, who's this? This is Tony. Tony, give me your guess. All right, true, false, true, true, false. True, false, true, true, false. Right off the bat. Are you Winner. kidding me? Ah. You nailed it? That's it? He got it? That's real? Hold on. Unbelievable. Wow. Shut up. That's not fun. That's no fun at all. Changed his guesses. Ah, what a jerk. Brady and I wanted that staycation. Hold on a second, man. Stay I right there. That's awesome. a stumper. I thought this would be a stumper and a first guy gets. That's never happens. We've taken a break. No way. Give me it one more time. I want to hear his answer. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did you say it was again? I said true false, true true false. He nailed it. That's it. Son of nice. a bitch. <laughs> did Son you change it up, or did you uh, think that the whole time? No, actually, you know what I said? I was going to say true false. True, false, false, but then I heard that fourth story again, and I had to change it. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, do, do you realize why we do this game? No, not exactly. I'm not feeling real well today. I'm kind of sick. So this thing is a great time, time killer. We're supposed to eat up time. <laughs> you ah, jerk. Son of a... I'm, sure, I'm sure you got another prize back there somewhere. Nah, no. We, well, well, you've already given the answer out. <laughs> Just come up with a new one. <laughs> well, that's work. That's the whole idea. Hold on a second, man. Stay right there. Nice job. There it is. Well, he's See got See what it. the next one's answer would be. Yeah. What was your answer? Hello? Oh, he's listening to the answer. Hello. <laughs> there you go. Those are your five. It's true. The karaoke raged lady that ran over her husband for singing that duet with that purdy woman. Truel. Truel? It's true. It it's true. It's true, you guys. Wow. Totally true. I'm high as a cat. I like you, man. High as a... <laughs> you have a dart in your neck. What? <laughs> You're crazy. I like you. Uh, story number two, which is false. Uh, the, the guy's on the fishing trip. I don't know why. That was just a drug-induced story I wrote about <laughs> chumming women and uh, friends. Cubing, <laughs> cubing for musky. Fishing. Cuban for musky. Cuban peeps for musky. Uh, story number three, the guy stole the bear and used it as a sideshow. That is true. John Idiot. Chadwick Montgomery is a real guy. He broke into a real place and stole a real bear and then charged his real friends a dollar Again, the three-name theory. The, Something's bad always if, happens with three names. Well, it's just like when your parents call you by your middle name. When you're David Brady, you're in trouble. When I was John Daniel, it was over. You're killing people. You're done. Yeah, you use that third name. The barbershop that burned down because the dude's uh, girlfriend was in a porn picture on the wall. Also true. What, a, what barbershop has porn all over the walls? Italy, all over. Is it just an Italian thing? Yeah. yeah. And finally, uh, the leisurely fishing trip where the guy's face got butchered up by the prop on the uh, engine. That's Brady's dream. That is false. Brady will be in hell for thinking of that story. Good Ranger boat will do that. Good Ranger boat chops pop up real nice. There you go. And then you could have used them to chum if you were the other story. There you go. It's John Holmberg from The Morning Sickness. Thanks for listening to The Best Of. Uh, we got to get this thing going. We got you guys signing up right now. The Heat Stroke Open is coming back, taking one of the hottest days of the summer and stuffing you on a golf course right in the heart of it just so we can raise money for our fuzzy friends at the Arizona Humane Society. It's all happening August 21st at Talking Stick Golf Club. You can get there, 175 bucks a person, and that gets you a lot of stuff. You get yourself the golf. You get all the prizes. You get to be part of everything. Plus, you can win some great stuff. Sanderson Ford's got their hole-in-one contest, PGA Superstore's got a putting contest, Amco's longest drive, loads of things you can do, and you'll also drink with us in Four Peaks Brewing Company because we're going to be out there all day goofing around, having the time of our lives in a hopefully smoking hot day. And and once you get done, you can secure your room at the Talking Stick Resort for only 109 bucks if you're part of the heat stroke open. That way you can sleep it off and we don't have to drive all over. So let's go. Let's golf. Let's gamble. Let's uh, hang out and drink with Four Peaks Drew and Four... And hang out with Four Peaks Brewing Company as we bring you the seventh annual, if you don't count last year, Heat Stroke Open from Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The best of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Uh, Brad, I have some questions I have to ask you. Uh, I was watching the news yesterday, and a family in in Phoenix here were uh, planting a tree in their backyard and dug up a duffel bag full of weapons. Uh, I'm just curious where you were about the time that this was going on because they were somebody in their house, they're doing some landscaping, found a duffel bag packed full 
of rusted rifles and handguns, which means some of your people are going to go to jail now. You know, can't confirm <laughs> solid, or deny solid anything response. of where I was. Yeah, it says once the homeowners realized what they'd found, they called the cops and handed over the little weapons. Uh, they're very thankful the family called us in, said the police. Wait a minute, where was this? Uh, you know what? I don't know where it happened. If it's on the avenues, that's like that's not us. Eighty third Avenue and Lower that, Buckeye. There you go. That's not us. <laughs> that's that's going to happen that's in every backyard. Stuff. Wait that a minute. Not us. I didn't see Lower Buckeye. <laughs> By the way, you buy a house in that area, all of you have guns buried. Yeah, in your exactly. Backyard. Yeah, that's standard. Yeah, congr- <laughs> it's part of the house. It's like three bedroom, two bath, two duffel bags. Maybe they turn it in because they're upset because it was rusted. We're supposed to have a good bag. <laughs> your welcome home. That was yeah. part of the deal. Yeah. Part of the purchase. Yeah. Welcome neighbor. It's your, <laughs> it's your welcome wagon. And here's your duffel bag of guns we unearthed when we moved in. Everybody unearths a duffel of guns. Yeah, when you find yours, you give it to your new neighbors. It's great. We've been passing these duffels for years. It's part of the cartel. It's why we live on Lower Buckeye. <laughs> Could be you thought the uh, price was just that great. Yeah. <laughs> they found some good stuff though, I and mean, there's a lot of. Could be the superstitious stuff. thing too. You want your house to sell? Bury right. a bag of uh, firearms. <laughs> bury what's his name upside yeah. down yeah. and bury a bag of guns. Anthony or whatever. The patron saint of speedy sales. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs to just settle down. Oh, I had a Christ, la- I buried him right side. <laughs> I had a lady tell me that that's why your house sold, and I'm like, no, it isn't. Oh, oh it is. We yeah. put it in when four days we had an offer. How long was your house up for? On the market. Two weeks. Oh, so four, 14 days. You're going to sell it eventually if the, the market's hot. The ex-wife had more than a few clients that said that. Bury that stupid thing in their front yard. Thank you for all your work, but it was really that us burying well, yeah, that I'm dog. sorry. Real estate had nothing to do with this. Well, if that's the case, bury it in your front yard. Imagine you're selling it and wait for people to knock on the door. You want that thing? You want to prove to me it works? Go bury it in your yard right now. Well, there's no signs and we no real no real estate. You are, but nobody knows about it but you and the thing upside down in your front yard. And if somebody knocks on your door and buys your house, then I'll tell them maybe. But even still, that happens in my neighborhood all the time. I'll tell you this, John. It works. It doesn't. Because I <laughs> took Saint... Uh, Whatever it is. And I buried it in the neighbor that I didn't like. And our house sold out from <laughs> under in three wow, days. That's a great idea. <laughs> That's St. Doug Hopkins. He just shows up and buys the place. He's a very reputable, great guy. You knock on the door and say, we buried a St. Doug Hopkins in your front yard, and there it's uh, off and running. But yeah, it's that's the silliest thing ever if you're burying toys in your front yard. But burying guns, that's an Italian tradition. It's a Mexican tradition. They've, they've stolen from each other. Yeah, well, that's a Mexican tradition on the avenues. Yeah, in the avenues, I yeah. think you're right. That's more than likely. Just, But those guns are definitely part of something. You don't bury guns. No. Unless they were in a crime. In the nicer areas, it's at least in a pelican box where it's sealed. Or, yes, you know, and guns are useful again. These exactly. are just a duffel bag that got ruined. And I like the idea that they were going to plant a tree right where the duffel bag was. I mean, what are the odds? Like you, you can have a small backyard, and the odds of you hitting that duffel bag, that's the digging spot. Pretty cool. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You chop them up. You don't, like... I don't know that. Is that how you get rid of guns? You gotta chop them up. I thought you just threw them in because the water. Because they can trace the rifling in the barrel and stuff, too. Oh, oh yeah. That's the pattern. True. The pattern on the I, bullet. From what I understand. That's oh, just God. what I heard. Let me see. That's just what I heard. From your family. Why does chopping up help that? Because they still find the rifle. The ballistics are all their ballistics are all screwed up from chopping it up. Plus, you can spread pieces out wherever. Aren't you supposed to also like take like some sort of a grit paper inside the thing and start to screw with that. That's that. a good yeah. idea, John. That's, that's, that's really good. So yeah. if you've got a weapon that you've killed with, I'm all ears, and you uh, want to... 
And you want to change all that. You, you do the ballistics thing, and then they, I've never heard the chop it up thing. Oh, yeah. That's fascinating. John, you've changed landscapers a few times. Tell me about this new cartel landscape <laughs> yeah. service. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like their truck gets like less stuff in it after they're done. They show up with less things in the back of their They never go to the dump. Shouldn't that fill up? <laughs> don't you worry about it, man. Your yard look great, doesn't it? Yeah. Then why you got so many questions? <laughs> all right. I remember we changed uh, at the old house. I dug up the backyard. And we had a little tiny bobcat back there, not the, the animal, the actual uh, heavy equipment. And it's back, and it was digging this, uh, what was going to be a planter around these palm trees. And uh, my landscape white guy, who I called huh? Boss, because everybody called him Hefe, uh, was standing there. And I heard him go, whoa, 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 we got a f- dog here. And they unearthed some former Dude. owner's house. So they buried the dog back there, which is why I've never been a fan of that idea. Of burying your pets at the house, uh, but we we dug up the bones of uh, looked like a poodle. It had a little sweater. Its collar was still there. Oh. Yeah, and it was just it was kind of rotted, but it was there. And he goes, "Hey, somebody buried a dog back here. Stupid! <laughs> like, what in the world did racism have to do with this? Why did that? Why did you say that?" And my ex was like, "I don't like him at all. I'm like, nobody likes this guy, but he's hey, he's going very fast. But the racism, yeah, we got these sand." here all day long. I'm like, what are you? Shut up. My neighbors can hear you. And he would scream out at the Mexicans, just slur after slur to get there. And they would laugh, but then some you could tell weren't happy, but he unearthed the dog. And I've always said, never bury your pets in your house yard because you're going to move probably. Somebody else's issue. Like someone got past couple of weeks walking the dogs in the green belt and they go by this one tree and all of a sudden Coco's digging a little bit, sniffing, and I Pull her back, and I'm like, oh, I see a little bit of exposure of a bag. Uh-oh. Ah, uh, move on. I, I move was, uh, and we go back there every time they want to go by that tree. So two weeks later, finally, I guess some other dogs or whatever police do it. What was it? Bag is open. It's probably a 12 pound desert tortoise. Oh, that it was someone's pet someone's or whatever. Pet that they died. decided to bury it out in the. I thought this was Boys in the Hood. Once you did, buddy. Yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of things. It looked like a head when I was still walking. You see the shell. I'll tell you how different times are now compared to uh, when I was uh, like in 1982 when me and my friend Sean Orr were riding our bikes through this dirt. And Sean rode up a hill and the dirt was soft and he spun his red line tires and he made a little uh, hole. And there was a briefcase kind of exposed itself. And uh, we opened it up. And it was jewelry samples. And not like the real jewels, but like oh. this briefcase full of like what jewelry samples would be. And it had a little uh, chart of like what goes where and this goes here. And like, Jeez. what the hell kind of car is driving by the station? At 90. Man. Oh, they're Drifters. street racing. Oh, yeah. nice. oh, wow. Go get them, idiots. Wow. The day after Tiger, we're going to do this on yeah. 52nd. Really? That, now I'm in peril. Yeah, somebody hits, Paul Walker. Right somebody, yeah, we Paul Walker into this building. This thing isn't that sturdy. You hit one of the, this thing's going down. Now you're affecting me. Anyway, so we find this thing, and it's got this little like uh, legend to where it's like this is where the sapphires, diamonds, real jewels, and the briefcase. And then so we take it to my mom. My mom, we found this one on, on the dirt trail. We're biking. My mom goes and gets a pair of gloves. Comes out and starts digging with us. She's no authority. She's like, we're gonna find those goddamn jewels. <laughs> We're getting in this, and she's digging around like, there's got to be another briefcase in here. All the diamonds are in. There's no reason to have buried it. So she thought it was stolen jewel. She's probably right. Why would you bury that? Right. 
So there's probably, and we dug and dug and dug, and my mom's in on it, and we're trying to find, and, and then that's when I realized my mom just wanted out of her life. <laughs> like, see, like I was like, you're fine. We and have I, to yeah, find this. I love you and stuff, but the second I find the, the crown jewels, uh, you're not going to see your mom anymore. I'm out. You're a pain in my ass, and you might have just hit the jackpot. I think she'd have taken me. I think if my mom, when she found it, yeah, I think, yeah, I found if it. She had to take kind one. Of the, if she had to take one, it definitely would have been me. Now it might be her, the sister, but then it was definitely me. I was so, so much by far the favorite. I wasn't a whore. I wasn't a witch. I was just a sweet kid. Appreciated her who food. Happened, yeah, oh, I loved all the food. Uh, who happened? I was adorable too. I mean, that was my that was my uh, physical peak. It was somewhere between seven and thirteen, and then it all went to hell. Once the pubes came, this whole thing changed out to like undesirable. Look at this mustache, for God's sake. I had a guy tell me yesterday, I was walking, and I haven't seen my friend for a long time. I was walking to the Swizzle Inn because that's my life now. What a deuce. Hey, but, look at the homeless yeah, I, dude. I, I want to be a barfly. I've, I've discovered, like, I'm 48. I'm like, I want um, You are? I know. And I want to be one. So I want to be better at it. So I just wanted to say, like, you know, I'm heading to the bar and do the walk. And I, you know, it's a joke. So I had to meet a friend. So I went over there, and a friend of mine saw me. He goes, Do you need a ride? And I turned around. He goes, And how long have you been raping kids? <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, it's just a mustache. You're a pedophile with that. I'm like, I know it's not good. But yeah, my mom wanted to find those jewels. And I think it was to escape her existence. I think deep down she was like, if we find these diamonds, don't tell your dad, but we are out. We're going to we're gonna max out. We're getting out of West Virginia. We are you running. and I. No, this was San Diego. We actually had a good situation there, too. I was like, West Virginia, there is no good situation. We had nice houses. Nothing. San Diego, we're in a good spot. She just, the diamonds would have meant house on the water. And me and Sean, and Sean Orr was like cast out. This is the kid that actually found it. But because my house was closer and we went and found my mom, she dug for the jewels more than us. Did you ever find out, uh, follow no. up with the oars? He might have found it. Yeah. Yep. Oars had some dough. So they probably, they probably got some bobcat yeah, out. They probably got out there and dug up some diamonds. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I lost track of Sean. So wonder where he is. Last time I saw him, he was in a tuxedo. He had a monocle. But I didn't think anything of it. <laughs> he looked like to cover the monocle. Hey, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, the gun's being buried in the back. A friend of mine, J.D., one of the Mexicans that comes to my house for Steeler games, just said, my folks live right off the of lower Buckeye. Cartel everywhere. That is an actual fact. See? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm thinking Jay and his, uh, Joe, his brother, Jesse and his brother might have done this themselves. I think it might be their guns. Yeah, there it's uh, lower Buckeye. You, 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 good chance you plant something. You're unearthing another thing first. And it probably is. You're going to hit a human skull here and again. We're going to have to check uh, all 30 people in your house. See if they right. belong to any of the guns. <laughs> but Brett, as a knowledgeable wise criminal wise guy, are you, like you, when you bury guns in a yard, when you move, you take them with. You go back and yeah. unearth that. You well, don't leave it. If, if, you know, if, I guess if that's what you're doing. It's too I mean, traceable. But, oh, absolutely. You can't live in a house, bury weapons, and then move and leave them. Well, the easy way is you look at look at uh, Goodfellas. They had to go back and dig that body exactly. up. Exactly. Like, six, eight months later to go right, to move, move it again. Yeah. Did you just say the good example? Well, <laughs> it is a good Everybody's going to understand. Yeah. Everybody's seen Goodfellas. Yeah, everybody understands his. Yeah. He's trying to be relatable. <laughs> right. You understand that we aren't really on the same page, but he found common ground. Right. That's a good job. That's good work. <laughs> I'm so afraid of him. And, uh, <laughs> you have no idea how afraid of him I am. And Sopranos, they had to move a couple yeah. as well. Yeah. 
By the way, Eric doesn't work here anymore, not because he got fired. He's dead. We don't know where he is. He just stopped showing up, and Brett's out there. <laughs> Brett, just started, Brett just started showing up. Hey, why is Brett here I'm again? not saying anything, <laughs> especially because Brett walks in every guys, morning. All right, you guys have to say this. Yeah, Brett comes in every morning and goes, hello, Twitter world. I'm like, oh, he's in on it. It's good to be on top, isn't it? So get on top and ride with the top morning show in town and the best of Holmberg's morning sickness. KUPD. Um, before uh, the Bray Report, we were talking about that duffel bag of guns that somebody dug up in their backyard. And Brett gave his expertise on what you do when you're trying to disperse. You dismantle and chop up the barrel. That, that's what I heard. Oh, contraire. Oh, Say yeah? the criminal criminals listening. Yeah. Uh, to Jay Gutentag, she got a text from somebody that said, uh, you should let John Holmberg know that you do not cut up guns. They can still piece them together. You use a settling torch to melt them into ashtrays so you can use them while you talk to the cops. <laughs> so that's how you really do it. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I'll never, I assume, require. I did say you spread the pieces out all yeah, over that the valley. Is, see, I now, didn't say you put it all in one spot so right. you put it You wouldn't put it all back together no. and then, yeah. Alright, people People have planned this. No, John, you take, a, you find a buddy with a forge and you remake those guns. Okay. No. 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 You forge too, guys, no. too many cooks yeah. in the kitchen. Too yeah. many cooks. If you're going to commit a crime, you got A, you got to stay by yourself. You can't start dragging in Bretton and his buddy. Yeah. Right. Now you got people who are like, I know your story, especially Brett. He'd bring me over to some dude who's like, I gotta help you out. And then two weeks later, it's like, I know your story. You owe me. And now I gotta do favors for this guy or he's gonna rat and me out. And then Journey's playing in the background. <laughs> right. Yeah. Next thing you know, that, like Brett says, that's how they get you. You'll be smithing for three years. I will. Just to get out there. I'll be forging. I did for you. You do for me. I got a package I need you to get rid of. Next thing you know, you got a carpet roll in the back of your car and you're driving out in the desert. You do for me scratching backs. That's what it's about. So I like Brett's way of chopping it up. Little bits, and then you know you throw one at the Tom Mix Memorial. Okay. You head on over to Palm Springs. You drop a couple off there. You know, and over time, you've gotten rid of it in so many places they'll never know. Yeah, and you don't need anybody else. You just go to Harbor Freight, buy a chop saw. <laughs> All right, and, uh, <laughs> you, you <laughs> seem to know too much about exactly how to do this. At first, it's cute. Chop saw again? It's scary. Chop saw at Harbor Freight. Uh, Where I don't know about Harbor Freight. A couple hundred bucks. <laughs> From what I understand, I don't know. <laughs> From what I understand. And you can get a set of torches there, too. Did you watch the Sammy the Bull thing people are asking? I have not yet, but I'm going to watch Fox it. I'm going to watch it. Sammy the Bull did an interview with John Hook about how great it is to be Sammy the Bull. And I think he's still here, right? Yeah. He's still in Tempe. My problem was out? I watched The Good Doctor the other night when it was on the first uh, episode. So It was on after that, though. No, it's on Oh, it's nine. on at 9. You're right. Their news is early. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the good doctor was. So I, I will watch it though. It's on, you know, my Fox Phoenix yeah, and whatever they call that thing now. But how close? Uh, honestly, how close have you been to an incident where you realize there's crimes committed and you've listened to? You've been it. You've been involved. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's been in it. I know you have. There's the look at that. 170 bucks. 170 bucks for a good uh, abrasive cutoff. There you go. <laughs> Don't there you. Go. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if that's what you're gonna do. I'm going to that's part of your day. <laughs> Very impressive, Brett. <laughs> and I like that when Derek uh, texts over and said, Brett's wrong. 
what you do is you get the torch and you drop it. Well, you know, I did actually say mm-hmm. to dump it in different places, yeah. you moron. <laughs> you no, I didn't say put it in a duffel and bury it in some Mexican's backyard in El Mirage. <laughs> Idiot. Here's your puzzle. I didn't say my way was the only way. I'm just saying. It's a way. Not the way. Right. Right. Lower Buckeye Road, you buried him? You didn't even cut it? No. I do like the ashtray, though. That's a, that's the a classic ashtray touch. Is a, you, you make something out of it. And while they're questioning about where the guns are, you're actually tapping into it, and they don't even know. But that's risky, too. The, the key to this whole thing, duffel bags filled with guns, is, like in Goodfellas, if you've buried contraband or you have criminal evidence and you buried it in your yard, when you move out, you take, it you with take you that with you. Because what happened is exactly what's going to happen. These two new people... Probably white because they're trying to gentrify the neighborhood. <laughs> have decided to plant a key lime tree in their backyard because they want to make pies in spring, and they find your duffel. Now, now they're looking for you. Whereas before, no one was looking for you. Now you're up to no good. And there's no plausible deniability in the fact that these guns were. They're going to know how old they were. They're going to know when they were buried. Who lived there when it happened? You did this, dummies. Idiots. Or someone randomly uh, took the back, dug a hole in the backyard. It don't even if people are digging to holes in your backyard and yeah. burying guns and you don't know it, <laughs> then you're you living. You deserve yeah, it. You, a, you deserve to go to jail for a living in that neighborhood and b not paying any attention to the fact that you had new dirt spots in your backyard every couple of days. You're well, right. Barry Maybe Mulvern, the Todd is a little heavier than the lower <laughs> Buckeye Todd, area. Todd never pays attention to what's going on back there. We just dig a couple holes and throw them in there. He'll never know. It's just dumb. But, yeah, so there's there's the ways to do it. But one way that we've never heard is put them in a duffel bag and bury them in a shallow, plantable space. How deep do you dig for that, Brett? Uh, I don't know. Below the frost line? You got to go I don't know, six, six feet, feet under? Six feet, that's what yeah, I'm thinking. Nobody's going to plant Same as you're going to bury a body. <laughs> right. Well, From what I understand. You lose a little lie. Yeah. <laughs> Get Get out out you, it's different because you got the caliche. You, know. <laughs> you hit caliche. Oh, you're yeah. in trouble. Oh. Like That's what uh, Barry Corbin and Tommy Lee Jones talked about. Him. They ever tell you how Uncle met his reward? <laughs> and he had to get those Indians that tried to kill him on his porch. And then his aunt digging all day in that hard caliche. <laughs> I feel overmatched. Barry Corbin's so good. So good in that movie. That speech he gives, and he's in it for a minute, and he just changes the world. It ain't all waiting on you. This country's hard on people. It's called vanity. Oh, what a scene. I'm going to watch that when I get home today. No Country for Old Men. Just, I think it's rapidly, I think it's past Rear Window is my favorite movie of all time. I thought Shawshank was up there. Shawshank's in the top ten. But oh, uh, okay. my favorite movie ever is Rear Window. Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window. I just think that thing is a spectacular piece of filmmaking. No Country is... Getting to the point now where it's creeping. Oh man, is it good! And the more you watch it, the more it resonates with you because it you're aging, so you're understanding more and more of what he's going through as far as like the world, the game that he's in. Well, he's not in a game. The whole game he's in, which is his mental breakdown of his own self. That's such an introspective movie. He doesn't want to be a sheriff anymore. It's just what he's done, and he's watching the world blaze by him, and he has to be reminded this isn't different. Nothing's different. You're different. You're aging out. You feel overmatched, not because the things have gotten harder. It's gotten harder for you to do them. Oh, what a movie. That Barry Corbin speech should be shown to every man that turns 41 years old. Because you're like, wow, it seems like everything's gone crazy.
kids with green hair. Ain't it the darndest thing? You told me we'd have kids walking around with green hair and pierced noses in our own city? It's just, it's the dismal tide, Ed Tom, the dismal tide. It's the darndest thing. Said once you stop here in CERN, ma'am, it was all over from there. Dismal tide. That's probably what the KSLX guys do when they look down the hall at all. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh. Well, yeah, but there you <laughs> Yeah, that's probably true. And the Interpol and Mark probably stare at that thing and just... Man, oh man, <laughs> green hair and homos running around at work. It's the dismal tide. KSLX struggles the most with how gay KDKB is. Every single one of them's a homosexual. I know it. I just never, I never would have guessed it. You start putting penises and butts on a regular basis, that's the end of it, I think. Dismal tide, Ed Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great movie. I just love that line when he says that to him. It ain't all waiting on you. This country's hard on people. Just sitting in that awful trailer full of cats, listening to his brother complain that life's gotten too hard because it's because everything's changed. What you what you got ain't nothing new. This country's hard on people. Oh, what a scene! That's a top notcher. Those those moments. I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of in a very weird group of people that thinks that's the best movie ever made. My, oh, my, I love that movie. It's so good, though. But those moments when you watch them and they just hit you like, man, it's like they're talking to you. That movie's so good. Oh. And, and you think you're watching a movie the entire time about a, uh, a crime. The whole movie, you're sitting there thinking, oh, I'm watching this great caper about a money and chasing this guy who stole it and he shouldn't and this bad murderer that's out to get the money back, but he's a heartless villain and this, and then the whole thing is really just about a dude aging and not wanting to deal with all this nonsense. It's all just flash, so you can at the end have a guy say, eh, it's all too much for me, which eventually we all do. Let's watch it now. That and Mr. T. I mean, what a great movie morning it's been. Uh, but if you do have a crime you want to commit, uh, call Brett. No, uh, Brett, no. what's your... What's your uh, Crime hot. V Vesley? Uh, yeah. Is that V E S E L Y? V E S E L Y. Okay. Yeah. We have some more input. V Vesley at uh, getting rid of your weapon. No, but no. Caliche no. is a big thing. If you have a caliche uh, yard, if you're digging around, you want to move it in. You want to get into someplace. Farmland is the best, I'd say, because it's been watered down for years. You're not going to run into caliche uh, for a well, while. That's obvious. And then who did that? I mean, if they're digging through caliche, they had to be some landscapers and stuff. That's out there. true. Because so, they're the only ones that get through caliche. Yeah, and it's Caliche's on the west brutal. side. So. Okay. Yeah, that's no, true. No, no, no. You go to Rocky Point, throw them in the ocean, let the salt water rust them. That changes the ballistics of the barrel, Brett. And then you got to get it across the border, too. Yeah, yeah. that's dumb. You've, you've got a stash no. of guns. I'm with that. Getting that's across the border is your worry? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. another way to get caught. You've got weapons used in a crime. You don't drag, drive them great distances. You find a spot close by. If I'm right. Absolutely. And, and I, yeah. like, I like Brett's plan of parting it out with your own materials you keep in your garage. And you take that saw off that blade mm-hmm. off the thing, too, and you get rid of that as well. What is wrong with you, you guys? Have you ever killed anyone before? <laughs> Jesus, it's like I'm talking to a bunch of amateurs. There's multiple ways of doing it. I'm just yes. trying to look for the easiest and the, the, um, of involving the least amount of people. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. Driving it to Mexico. You're doomed in two countries now. Now you've committed another crime to get rid of the first crime. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to kill with that guy, whoever that was. Get his name. <laughs> if I'm killing, it's first choice right now is Brett. He's making a lot of sense. 
All you guys with your drive it over here and it's dump it easy. there. You, you throw put them in, 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 in ships, oceans in California and Texas, too. You're still crossing state ocean lines. Ocean in Texas? Don't tell me there's an ocean in Texas. It's a gulf. What it says. Yeah, I know. I'm not committing crimes with you. Read a map. They got the big ocean of Mexico there. Oceans in Texas. There's a big gulf, I'll give you that. Brady. I don't like all this kill talk. Yeah, all right. Plenty of people do. <laughs> then you know what? Keep your f- <laughs> Plenty of people love this. Snitches. <laughs> That's right. Get stitches. How would you kill a man, Brady? What's your method? Um, I would put my rifle in a gun case, and I would fly to the state where the guy is. Oh, you so know how to do that Because I've now. been moving firearms. Because you That's just right. did that. For, you're, yeah. you're a gun runner. Contract now. work. Arms dealer. And you're, you know, guy who's done it right a couple times. There's yep. no reason to believe you're a suspicious person. So you would fly the weapon to that, kill them, and then fly it back. Yep. That's it? Nope. Not me. I'm not getting on any planes after nope. I kill somebody with a gun. <laughs> you fly it. So you say you got to kill somebody in Columbus. You'd fly back. So i got to get my dad his gun. I back. wouldn't use a gun. Oh, yeah? I'd use that uh, saw cutter. You just, just hack cut, him up? I'd cut, a, cut him up. Yeah. Brady's not. I'm not doing it with him either. You just go to Toledo guy. and pick up a gun and... and, and <laughs> Drive back to Columbus. So all of this is great because... I can him a grenade and say count to ten. <laughs> dig, dig an eight-foot hole, this guy says. Bury the guns. Cover two feet. Bury a dead dog. Oh. It's a good idea. Fill the hole. I like it's, that. It's a terrible idea, but layering, it's layering, good for that. Right, yeah. Yeah. You layer. The seven-layer crime. That's actually good. So this is the reason we were talking about it, because you pricks are outing yourselves. <laughs> and here's the best way to do it ever. I've never, ever brett your ways out. Oh, yeah? All right. Give the guns to Toledo's dad. You'll never see them again. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Spangler, well played. (laughs) 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 He'll bastardize those guns in a heartbeat. (laughs) Give them to Toledo's dad and they disappear like he does. Nobody can disappear stuff like Toledo's old man. And that was all they saw of him. <laughs> That's the, that, there's the closer of yeah. it. Well done, Spangler. Get top that. If, if you can. Amazing. Got somebody on the phone, I guess. Uh-oh. Hey, uh, KBD World. Hey, OJ. Hey, you gave it out. So what was Brett's email again? I, <laughs> I missed that. I, I'm, I'm not the strongest speller. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you could pop that off again, I'd appreciate it. Chris Tiger. <laughs> it's B. Vesley. V-E-S-E-L-Y. At 98KUPD. At 98KUPD.com. All your Ask Adego needs will be on. We'll play that game again. The best of Holmberg's morning sickness. What would Brady do? Hmm? It's time for What Would Brady Do? And Brady, you have that uh, little sheet for me there. What Would Brady Do? Brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn, 12th Street and Indian School. Mo Money Pawn. I wanted to know their website. I don't have it in front of me. So you can uh, sell anything you want. You can buy anything you want within reason. If you want it, they got it. If you don't want it, they'll take it. That's basically how it works. Mo Money Pawn. What's the website, Rich? Pond.com. MoMoneyPond.com. Should have remembered that. 
Seems simple, right? All right, are you ready, Brady? Ready. Uh, it says, uh, I was going through some things this weekend and came across some old pictures of me and my friends in high school, and I had some pictures of me and my old high school girlfriend. My question is, what do I do with these things? Uh, pictures of old exes and stuff. Do I just toss them in the garbage, or do you keep them as a reminder of how dorky you looked in high school? I'm happily married, so I have no interest in any of my ex-girlfriends, but I'm just curious what you guys do with pictures like that. Thanks. You rock, Josh. Um, I think some of them are fun to look at. Yeah. It all depends on, you know, the relationship. What you don't do is like, ah, I wonder how my ex is doing. I'm going to start a relationship with them again. <laughs> right. I haven't thought about you in forever. <laughs> yeah, if it starts sparking How stuff. you do it? That's a good thing about being an ugly guy. I'm like a 1700s person. There's probably more paintings of me than there are pictures. I hate pictures. So I've thrown away almost every picture of prior relations. I, I don't have many. My mom's got a bunch from when I was a kid. But as an adult, I mean, except for when people take them of me, I don't have I any photos. I can't remember because um, I went through the boxes. I actually put them in storage and I got rid of a lot of stuff last yeah. December but I one of them I remember going through I knew about two years ago I had all the the, the senior negatives. year picture oh. where they they used to well we used to do it in high school where you'd sign the back of your picture and give it oh yeah to the person and you mostly get them from girls or whatever and no, that's what you, you say. know you're funny have a great summer that's all I would get all keep in touch <laughs> yeah keep in touch you make me laugh <laughs> I find you repulsive physically. That was mine. I got a lot of those. Quit looking at me. Hope you change. I'm glad school's over. Sorry about your defect. What? What? And I had a bunch of those in there. That, that you were retarded? No, the uh, uh, signed picture. Oh, yeah. Besides those. <laughs> yeah, that's why you had a bunch of those. Yeah, I'm not letting go Did you of get those. rid of them? Did you just throw them out? I mean, those are kind of fun because they're pictures of other people that are just kind of goofy memories. Yeah, with that's those. how it's I looked at it, too. Was, you know, classmates. Yeah. What... What I should do is bring them back at, like, if I ever go back to another yeah. reunion. Did you mean this? Yeah. You said keep in touch. <laughs> do you still believe this? That little KIT thing in the net. Do you still believe in us? What? Who are you? I'm Torp Bogans. Let alone trying to match them up with the people. Oh, my God. Oh, Look for the balloon that used to be this girl. <laughs> I think they've done away with those. They used to do the reunions where they have the yearbook photo in, the, yeah. in your name tag. Bert, you, uh, you've been through a divorce. Do you have any of the photos? No. You just kept... I think I got rid of them. You kept the videos, think, though. All your videos. The only one... The only one... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You got those. No, Bong the, videos. The only, the only photos, I guess I would say, were like ones that listeners took at, at a show, like if I was sitting with her at, at U-Fest or something, because she'd usually hang out there. But well, for two, that's about it. two Christmases and a few birthdays in a row, I had framed photos of my wedding in really nice frames, and I would give those out as gifts. <laughs> Frank still has pictures of me and my ex-wife at, at his house as, because the frames really nice. That's we had nice frames, but I didn't want them, and I didn't want the frames. I threw a bunch of frames away too. Yeah, so yeah. I gave I gave all that out. But I, uh, yeah, that's the good thing about being an ugly person today. I look at pictures of me in the past. I'm like, oh, I was rough on myself. I wasn't that bad. So I actually look at myself, uh, old pictures, as less dorky and more like, oh. I looked better then. So now I don't want pictures of me now because 20 years from now, that's going to make yeah. me feel bad too. Because I, yeah, it's just not, it's not getting better. It's not like I look back and go, what a dork. I dressed funny, but so did everyone else. Yeah. Nothing about pictures makes me feel good. I don't like them. I never have and I never will. So yeah, but to have pictures of an ex-girlfriend, it depends. Do you have like naked ones? Do you have her in like lingerie? Those probably you need to get rid of. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have those. Although, 
hilarious. Like when you're dead and your family goes through the attic of old pictures and you've got a couple of, <laughs> <laughs> a couple of great shots from that night. Man, my yeah. Gramps was a player. Old man scored. That girl might be 17 years old. Yeah, he was a he was a kid. He was a killer in high school. Took a lot of photos. By the way, speaking of 17 and killers, watch the Pharaoh and Allen documentary on HBO. Huh? Today. It's crazy how looking back now you can see everything Woody Allen was doing. It's so uncomfortable. The grooming? All of his movies. And I never knew this. Manhattan, which I loved Manhattan. I thought even as a kid I just liked it because it was it was a it was a movie about New York more to me. And I didn't really catch the fact that he's dating a 17-year-old girl in this movie. And that's the crux of the story is the love affair between a 42-year-old man and a 17-year-old girl. And everybody seems fine with it. And all he does is talk about how much they have sex. And Who was the Manhattan? Was that? It was uh, Muriel Hemingway. And, Hemingway. Uh, yeah. And then all of his other movies are just an old guy with a, a like a teenager. And then, the, yeah, the casting never stopped. Nope. Either. Muriel Hemingway Scarlett was a Johansson. fresh 18. Every movie. Yep. And you go back, it's like an old man with a younger girl. And uh, even after the yeah. fact that the whole- and they're all saying it's like he tried to normalize this. He tried to make us feel like this is a normal, common thing, and we did. We got best pictures and nominations for all this. Manhattan's the big, you know, movie about New York and how it really encompasses all of New York. But those stories about this old man dating a high school junior, and she stays at his house, and they do it all day long. Tells you a lot about the academy. In the well, yeah, it tells you all about uh, what Jim Brewer told us. He goes the whole industry is about pedophilia. Brewer told us that way back. I'm yeah. like, why did you leave showbiz? Oh, because the whole thing's crooked, corrupt. He goes, I'll come out with it someday. But that when Jeffrey Epstein got arrested, Brewer texted me. He goes, this is what I've been talking about with you. Yep. I'm like, what? He goes, this, it's, this is the tip of the iceberg. He left Saturday Night Live because he said that, you know, they'd stay up real late in writer's rooms and stuff. And he goes, I'm not saying who in the cast that did it. But uh, at about 2 in the morning, some very young boys were brought up to the writer's rooms. And I'm like, what? Whoa. And he goes, yep. And he goes, I'm not saying. Just letting you know. I don't know what happened. But I know that those people shouldn't have been in there. And they weren't writers. I'm like, whoa. So then you watch this and you're like, this was a full out like, hey, it's normal. This is nothing to be. And people kind of ate it up. You watch the 70s were different, though, because they were that Pretty Darlings. Uh, or is that what that was called? Pretty Baby. Whatever. Christy McNichol and Tatum O'Neill tried to bang Armand DeSante. Oh, yeah. At that yeah. girls' yep. camp, and they were teenagers, and Little he did Garlands it. Or, something like that. Yeah. He did it with Tatum O'Neill, and Matt Dillon banged Christy McNichol. Or was something like that. Somebody was, they yeah. were, the whole premise was bang this old man, and he was in on it. Little oh, Darlings. That's it, yeah. Pharaoh and, uh, and Alan thing on HBO is like, it's, it's, it's weird. I like it, though. Uh, Dear Brady, my mom has a fans only page. <laughs> <laughs> She also has done stepson <laughs> yes. videos. Yes, my mom oh. is, this hurts, really hot. You got a name? His name is, oh, I don't have her name. Get a user. This, oh, dude's, yeah. this dude's name is Zane. Uh, it says, my mom is, yes, and this hurts, really hot. Damn it. Uh, I knew she was a bit of an internet amateur, but I didn't know it was this far. So do I tell her that I found it? Actually, it was my brother who found it. Do we <laughs> say anything? Evidently, she's trying to keep it quiet, or she just said something to us. Zane. I don't know that. I don't know no. that mom's mom's gathering the family around saying, I've got an announcement. Got a thing I'm doing. Stepson vid. There are more stories like that in the last year that have come out. There have to be. A lady is making you yeah, know 100K a month. Absolutely. On, as a side gig to her. You know, the last one I think was a teacher. 
And then the school was like, oh, I don't know if we can have that. You know, if you're making that kind of jack. Why are you going to be a teacher? Screw that. I would never teach your kids. I'd take pipe before I'd be a teacher. <laughs> I would. I would. I would sooner eat an almond joy off Guy Fieri's wang than oh, teach your children wow. anything in a public school. That's saying a lot. That's the only time I think I'd eat an almond joy. Let alone I mean, on Guy Fieri's a, wang. We had a. Oh yeah, we had a discussion at uh, React you put Defense a Friday on about Guy that. Fieri. It turns into an almond joy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sometimes <laughs> you feel like a nut. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but the problem would be that guy keeps putting pretzels and raisins on. It. Like you're making it worse. You're a culinary idiot. Yeah, there's uh, there's not much I I would I'd get wrapped up in barbed wire and rolled down a hill before I eat an almond joy. But I would do the almond joy before I teach a public school. So it it all depends to the where you are in the community and the pressures. Because the the downside of that is you're making good money on your fans only or whatever. Sure. And that's probably the reason why she's doing it. And it makes her... Well, what could she be doing in the community, that, that room? I'm just saying, you all of a sudden, if you're in a neighborhood, like if that were to be found out in my neighborhood... Yeah, that's bad. All of a sudden, eh, not necessarily, but it could be, Come on. It you could be bad because yes. all of a sudden, oh, there's the lady that does that. But yes. what is that? Why is that Nobody talks to it's her just, anymore. You guys it's stop a, talking to her. It's just gossipy. Yeah, so yeah, you do that anyway. You know, so I think... That's 100% correct. Yeah. yeah. You're already doing You're that. Already I know. But the subject whore. matter. Right. Matter. But that one leaves the pack, maybe, of all the gossip Sure, it's a great stuff. story. Um, but we, to the guys, it would really wouldn't matter. But it would make the women nervous, that that accessible oh, that yeah. lady that's she, right everything there. Everything from, yeah. well, yeah. I, I asked, she's a trollop. So or they'd cast her out. She's just, a trollop. You, you'd worry about um, the kids then, too. Really? Yeah, I mean, if your kids are See, at school, that's more busybody that, to me than what are your no, no, no. kids doing I'm not worried her. about her. I, I'm saying for her, yeah. and she has her kids, and they're yeah, in they're, school, they're old. I would be, um, you You don't want your kids to go through Well, no, she's not. The kids you are obviously You older. don't want your kids to. You right. don't know what harassment she's going I'm talking, Maybe she sat them down and talked I'm, to yeah. them. I'm talking for her. Right. I'd be concerned. I'd be concerned about my kids. Well, you're talking from that. The guy who wrote us is clearly not like a high school kid. Yeah. So, I mean, him and his brother are older. Mom's probably, I don't know, late 40s. Yeah. We've seen these videos. Yeah. I don't know, late 40s, late But I think there's a lot more of that going on, and, and maybe sure. it's a little more acceptable on it. But but if you think that you found out Gilbert mom had a page, that she would be a pariah in the hood. No, I, not the pariah. Would you invite her over to the house ever I'm again? I'm just saying, if it were, I'm, I'm picturing like if I'm that person, the pariah part of it is you, you'd be a little worried let alone on the, um, sometimes the safety factor of it, hmm. especially if I had kids. If one of the, you know, you don't want it to be outed to where, okay, this is her, this is the lady on the fans only page, yeah. and I know where she lives. Now Creepo comes well, over sure. that one. That's what I would be worried about. But that's about. the risk anybody takes. Of being it is. Like that's why I'm saying if you do that, it'd be better off relocating. So let's say it's a neighbor you have over a lot. Yeah. And you find out she's got this Gilbert mom's page. Yeah. Do you have her over anymore? Or is she out? A lot. Yeah, you do. But I mean, is, do you think... Would that, Ronnie allow yeah, that? Yeah, do you think in the gatherings for the neighborhood she's coming over anymore? She'd see right through it, right? Like you guys would um, cast her out like a 50s you know, divorcee. If, I think if you led with it, like if, if she came over... You wouldn't tell said, her. Look, I, no, she's saying this. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I've been making some side income. 
It's unbelievable. But what if she doesn't say do. anything, but you guys know? And we find out about you, it. You, like you said. Depends you, on how close we are with it, like to say something. Is she allowed at like, the I'd potlucks right anymore? talking about it. Sure you would. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But, okay. So it really doesn't matter what her standing in the community is. Because uh, it is with, a busybody world. It, it sure is. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying your neighborhood. Because my neighborhood, I could have 40 cameras. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't know. be worried about being, uh, oh, you're hanging out with her. That means. Right. I think it's almost worse in your neighborhood because that's built into the Any, Mormon culture. Not yeah. that you're surrounded by them, but you have yeah. a lot in that area. Same in our area. That because, Do you have a chatterbox neighborhood? Oh, yeah. They're all, all each other's yards yes. and stuff? See, I don't have that. Thank God. Do you? But, but hold, a, it's a little not more normal because I'm in a cul-de-sac, yeah. but it's not It's not like yeah. you guys are dealing I with should, it. Yeah. I should clarify. It is amongst themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're not bothering me. They're not bothering the, the neighbor next to me. I don't know the vibes going on. In the, that in my, my neighbors next to me are Eastern Indian, and so you don't talk to them. No, I do. <laughs> when, he calls, when he calls Texas party, I do all the time. Yeah. I do. No, you can hear him in whatever no, neighbors welcome. do not. I love Mister Rickard. How <laughs> oh, are you today from Fahoyanix? <laughs> hey, I can, hey, wait a minute! I see you. You're in. The, you're the neighbor. Oh my God! No, I'm not in the Texas party. Oh, Lord of my we are in trouble. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Uh, so what? Neighbor has some sort of porn page, whatever. But you could, you know. I think the reason why that kid is writing in because his mother—that's yeah, different, right? I found out my mom had a fans and, only. And you're page. gonna have your friends. I mean, let alone I remember in high school, there's always one or two guys that have a hot mom, <laughs> Patty Collier. See, but that doesn't bother me as much as it does. Is my mom losing her mind? Right. I think for us to make a proper judgment, we need we her username. We have to see the mom. Yeah. Yeah. Zane, you have to fire up so a picture. See, I, do I, some research. I only yeah. worry, like, Mom, are you all right mentally? You can do this if you right. feel like it. I don't care if other people think my mom's hot. Do you want your mom to be an influencer? I, look, if people are wagging off to my mom, that's whatever. I can't control As long that. as you don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, as really long as you're not doing yeah. it. Going, this is for your mom. Hello. <laughs> I don't care. At least on that part, she's doing most of the stuff on her own instead of having you uh, pose. I need this for the for the socials. Oh, I'm not going to help her you with and all it. that. Oh, Jesus part Christ. Of it. I'm not going to be her, her IT guy. She's on her own. Her pimp. Hey, did you see about <laughs> right. Sandy down the road? I'm really making a lot of money uh, whoring out my mother on her page. <laughs> Good, it's lucrative stuff. No. I'm saying not the referral bonus. Helping her out, she wants you know like the influencer part of it, where mom wants family photos and no. You I just and say outfits. you're on your own. That's oh, where it no. gets tough. For Forty-eight kids. years old. <laughs> if my mom's posing me in Oshkosh Bagosh, it's like what am I? That's that might not be bad. <laughs> no, it's pretty awesome. I think you Nobody wants to off. see that. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> you're insane. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird thing. But if you know, I just if Zane should talk to his mom, and go, are you all right? If this makes you happy, you'd be happy. But are you okay? Because this is weird. It's it's still and we not, know about it. it's, it's still not of the norm. It's close. The it's not normal, fans, but there's but a lot of not it's, normal. And it's, it depends on you know the money is great. That's right. one thing. But it it goes back to I mean it's not much different, right? Than if your mom was I'm making great money in porn. Well, I mean it is a little different. Unless she's taking it from some dude on the reg on the thing but if it's just a fans only page where she's dancing around and stuff no big deal but he said she's do done go? he How said some go nuts but it's up to you the she's he said she's done some steps on porn in the in the letter so she's done a couple of videos okay is this something she likes if my mom started to do that kind of stuff i'd definitely be like hey i found it and 
I'd prefer you didn't do this. Because <laughs> I mean, he's going to hear it from his friends. Uh, I'm going to stumble across it. I don't want to stumble across you and a video of you and Lex Steele is not doing me. That doesn't bother me. Like, let mom have at it. But I don't need to stumble on it. I need to be aware that it's out there. But you're going to. I know. That's the part. I've seen all of them. And I don't want to watch that. If mom took Lex Steele and there's like, oh, new Lex Steele videos. And she didn't at least tell me. She's got a chronic masturbator for a son. She needs to be on the horn going, hey, I've decided to take on this new endeavor where I'm I'm taking 13 inches of flex steel on a regular basis. I know you like that page, so just be aware. I, I ain't would all ab- about that. I would appreciate that. Be like, thank you, Mom. I now have erased Lex Steel from all future <laughs> endeavors. She needs to be open minded. There's nothing worse but stumbling on your own. John, what we're missing is how the brother found out. We know how he found out. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Same way anybody was. The same way Come anybody on. found uh, he just on. He just hit it out of the millions of videos. He found one, which is hilarious. Or he saw something on her computer. There's ways to find out. I would venture to guess he found it in the house before he found it online. You would never find that. You can search for exact specifics and still not find your, your own mom. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. There's too many. There's no way. You can make a video. Bert and I could make a dirty morning show Italian guy humping a Swedish guy video and challenge you guys to find it. You couldn't. But we're not accepting that challenge. Let's just go there with this. (laughs) We're coming around. (laughs) That, my friends, is what Brady did, sort of, kind of. Brought to you by our buddies at Mo Money Pond on 12th Street and Indian School. Uh, You want it? They got it? You want to sell it? They'll take it. Mo Money Pond right there. Get it together. Brady, you solved nothing. It's John Holmberg, and you're listening to the best of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And right now you're listening to a rerun of what was a great entertainment drill brought to you by our friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Go to ReactDefense.com and check out everything you never knew you wanted. That's right. It's all about fitness, getting in great shape, and frankly, getting just smarter and more confident when the world gets weirder. They do tons of great self-defense stuff while they're getting you in shape. And I know you're thinking to yourself, I'm not in good enough shape to do it. Yes, you are. Whatever shape you're in right now, they'll get you started. The program works for everybody, and it is unmatched. You can't get it anywhere else. Check it out at reactdefense.com. Check out their store at tacticalblackvault.com, and then start training out there. It's going to get you. Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. Reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Brady, re-entertain me. Uh, Toledo's having a coronary. Of course he is. Of course he is. And we are, too, after Brady's off-the-air story. uh, We got an email that said, hey, I've been listening all morning. I didn't even know Toledo wasn't there. I thought the show was better. (laughs) Brady just shared with us before we get into the entertainment drill. So I'm, I'm more upset with you than Toledo about this. Especially because you're like, oh, I couldn't say anything. I was going to pull him aside. Evidently, the other day, Toledo blew his nose into a... a You be quiet. I'm telling the story (laughs) as I heard it. I said the other day. doesn't matter a couple weeks ago. Okay. That is the other day. Is it today? No. It's a different day. That's the other day. So I'm not talking about now. He blew his nose into a paper towel, placed it gently... Uh, next to himself on uh, his in his workplace uh, little area and a station next to his computer. Now, going back to what Brady started the conversation was, it's like, yeah, today's been a little easier because I haven't had some produce department pop up next door to me with pancakes in a cup and half-eaten apples. And- <laughs> so you've had a little You're frustration. talking hey, about look, the items. <laughs> I, we had a whole situation where for years I didn't know how much everybody was uh, not getting along. So I'm going to make sure that I keep my eyes open when you're like, your frustrations are being brought up. So clearly Toledo's food situation, which is odd to begin with. Pancakes in a cup is the strangest thing I've ever seen, ever. 
So he's got that, but then he blew his nose, put the napkin down, took a couple bites of his apple, and you say he placed the apple onto the blown the nose blow napkin. Ah, yep. Come on. Ah. Then you said he bites the apple. Bites the apple or the piece. He likes. He has a system. Yeah. He'll bite the apple <laughs> and put the system. piece down. Yeah. And then I'll pick up the piece. Well, later, then the apple will bake for a while. Now, see, I've noticed the yeah. half-eaten apples. That's a weird thing. I'll give you a half-eaten apple. That's your thing. I don't like it, but okay. But if it's on a booger towel. So I don't know whether or not. And then you he said he wiped his nose. Doing, he would take a bite mouth? of the. Uh, blow the nose, put that down, put the apple on the blown towel, <laughs> take a bite of the apple, and then wipe with the. With the blow nose. Oh, towel. All right, all right. Yeah. This is. That's. You know what? For both of you. That's a firing offense if you don't tell me about it. Not that he's getting canned. The second you guys start whispering, just see Toledo touch the... If I, it's on me because I was going to say you, something to him afterwards. And why? I, and I forgot. I'm an old man. You got two jobs, Brady. <laughs> you got two jobs. Observe and talk. Right into the big <laughs> stick. You go right into this. You shame Toledo when he blows his nose and puts his food on that. That's we we did a whole hour long segment of Rudy Giuliani wiping his face with a booger towel, and Toledo was first one to go, "Oh, gross!" And you're watching this, and you're not bringing it up. That does not fly in this studio, especially in the day and age of COVID. Toledo is the reason I won't fly coach. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now he's not here to defend himself, so it makes the story better. No interruption tomorrow. This is going to be great. Maybe, if we remember. <laughs> if you see that again, stop what you're doing. Because I'm about to ruin Yeah. And bring it up. I will. I don't know. What were you going to hold off for? I just forgot about it. Cause, you, know, you said you were going to pull him aside after. Why didn't you want to do it yeah. right then and there upon noticing that? I just didn't feel like, you know. You asked Brett if you saw this. Would you have said something? He said it would have Paul Walker them. Yeah, yeah, would have got him in a car and Paul Walker to go. I'd take it to the base. I'd have mama cast it. <laughs> I shoved that whole apple down his throat. Unbelievable. Now, technically, I owe the man my life. Yeah. No. Don't defend him. You started this. You started it. No, you started it. Who started it? Brady kind of started. Brady started. It. I didn't see it. There you was nothing to start. I brought it up because I didn't know. Anyway, Margaret Cho uh, was on a podcast yesterday. And- hey, Brady, I remember Margaret Cho. She was that uh, comedian that I used to come on the Jay Leno show. And what was uh, special about her? I can't quite remember. She was uh, was a moon She's face. She's kind funny. of a moon face. She always had a dog. Something was wrong with her eyes. I don't really. <laughs> I don't really call, but I did. The name's familiar, but you know, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know what? I'm all for everybody coming down. It's great that you bring her up on the show. Me being, uh, you know, equal opportunity to everybody. I noticed she was rotund. Don't like to talk about that anymore. Can't make those jokes. Rotund, yeah. funny eyes, black hair. I can't really place where she was from. Of course, I don't see those types of things. You know, Jay. Old Jay Leno just sees him as he sees him, you know? Just people. Sorry if you ever offended her. I don't know that I ever have, but if I did, I'm sorry. I, I would never make jokes to offend her. Well, she she said uh, yesterday it's really scary being Asian. Oh, she's Asian. I wouldn't have known that. I don't. Uh, I don't see color, especially yellow. For her, she grew up in San Francisco. Brett <laughs> like that too much. You're a big fan. <laughs> it's great to be back. I just went a room full of Bretts. Olive skin Bretts. You know that'd be great. I know those people like the good jokes. I do a midnight show for the people Brett brings. <laughs> Have you seen this? Have you seen this? These Asians evidently are poor drivers. I've never seen anything like that. But 
Evidently, that's the rumor. Well, she's uh, also has a podcast coming out too. That is it in English? Um, I think so, Jay. Or is it in that Ching Chang Crazy? Yeah, that's what it might be. <laughs> anyway, I'll listen to it. I know. Maybe you be, be a guest. Oh, that'd be great. I would love that. I wouldn't let her drive me there, though. Um, there's a documentary coming out. <laughs> Tiny, Tiny, like that one. Tiny I, Tim. I think I'm just going to stay Jay for the rest of the show. <laughs> Sorry. We have another Sharon in the news. Sharon Stone. Remember last week? This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life, Story about how she was duped into yeah. doing the basic instinct scene. She didn't know when they were setting a camera up aimed directly at her vagina with no underwear on that the shot when she crossed her legs was specifically designed. That took her by surprise, evidently. Yeah. According to her new book. She was duped. Wait till you hear this. This lady was easy to fool in the 90s. Yeah, her new book, The Beauty of Living Twice, uh, she had some gigantic benign tumors removed from her chest. And during the reconstruction process, the doctor decided she needed bigger boobs. He says, when I was right. unbandaged, I discovered that I had a full cup size bigger. Uh, and he his decision to go bigger said it, it went better with your hip size. Right. He changed my body without my knowledge or consent. Sue him. Then no you way. Sue, no, no, I'm just saying. If she's that mad about it at the time, sue him. Don't write a book 30 years later about how distraught you were that the boobs you kept showing that were paying all your bills were the worst thing on your body. I, I just don't understand, like, are we supposed to feel bad for her or go, like, I can't believe that man she did lived that. with that for... If a doctor plus who does plastic surgery sees his work and says it's not proportionate, he may change size a little. Now, if he goes full clown, you got a lawsuit, but you seemed happy with him. I watched Basic Instinct. You seemed fairly happy with your breasts. You showed them to all of us all the time. Yeah. Was it to show us how horrible they looked? I don't think so. You did Playboy a lot. I'm pretty sure you were naked in the bathtub in that other movie I watched. Casino, you didn't get naked, and I wanted you to. I just don't understand this poor, pitiful me. Can you believe this doctor did to me 30 years ago? And I said nothing, and I actually uh, profited from it, and now I'm mad. So what? Doctor gave me a bigger wang against my will. Thank you. Thanks, man. (laughs) I was asleep. You know, if I woke up from my shoulder surgery and the doctor's like... I added a few inches down south. How dare you, sir? Not coming out of my mouth. I'm just walking around without pants for a few days. She should be thanking that Absolutely. doctor. Absolutely. He made her career. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. She knew it, too. She led with him. She led with her body and her sexuality. And I don't feel sorry for her at all. I've, I've known people who went in for boob jobs, and the doctor added a little. I gave you a little extra because the like it was... Uh, Sagging, or there was a like a double bubble or something like yeah. that. So I put a little on that, so it's a little bigger than we talked about, but they look better this way. Yeah, I don't think people argue too much about that. Oh, no, they're clown. That's one right. Thing. If you go clown, you yeah. sue the guy. Like this. I, now I got to go through another surgery. Of course, you. If you're upset after a surgery, you sue the person, or you get it changed. You don't live with it for thirty years and then write a bitch book later. Sharon Osbourne is out. From the talk. I'll tell you this right now, Brady. The whole story, especially from that one girl, completely slanted by the Asian girl, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, I do. That's exactly right. I knew Brett would like that. <laughs> Screw you, view. CBS said it was her choice. Of course it was, because they were going to fire her, so she jumped the gun. 
They for also nothing, said by the way. something uh, else. We acknowledge the network and studio teams as well as their showrunners are accountable for what happened during that broadcast. And it was clear the co-hosts were not properly prepared by the staff for a complex and sensitive discussion involving race. I have to also be honest, Brady. I think Sarah Gilbert tried to fire me as well, but I couldn't understand because her mouth was full of juice. <laughs> she smelled. Homo smelled like a fishery. Like a hatchery. You've got to get this woman a job. She can't hang around the house all day. She just complains about everything. She's so racist. From the Learner and Rose Studio, this is 